to What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. The Curse of the Black Pearl. Pirates of the Caribbean. Pop in your DVD or play. Press play, press pause. When the logo fades to black embers and smoke, the first stream you receive of black embers and smoke, press pause. In a second, I'll say three, two, one, and pause. At which point, I'll press play, you'll press play, and we'll watch the movie together in perfect sync. It'll be like any other commentary, except, of course, this week with four friends in your head at the table. Myself, as always, Teague Christie, Christopher Hannell. Hello, everyone. Nice to be here. Michael Dorkman Scott. Why did you do a Yoda thing when you <laughs> yeah. said the title? Because that's how pirates talk. <laughs> yeah. And Trey Stokes. Uh, no. But, I, I, uh, do Arr. you know any pirates? Are how do you know? It's like col- what color is a Tyrannosaurus Rex? You don't know. I know a few par- pirates there on the internet. Wow. Anyway, I'm gonna let it hang. <laughs> <laughs> I will let that hang until you know what you did. Look By the way, those are glowing embers, not black embers. I said black embers and smoke. Oh, yeah, but, I, there was a comma between but black if they're and black, embers. They're not embers. They're soot. If there was there was a comma between black, I was saying there's black, there's embers and there's smoke. Blackness. Let's get this going, Yoda. Anyway. The uh, the original Pirates of the Caribbean movie kind of came out of nowhere after like a, a long journey to the theater by way of trailers that made it look awful. And in fact, the idea on paper was awful. You didn't need the trailers. You just knew for a fact there's no way you can make a ride based off of a virtually storyless diorama ride at Disney work. You couldn't do anything with that. And the solution that made it ultimately work is that they basically just populated that world with characters with struggles and obstacles and they overcome their obstacles and that's how you do it i mean if you made a haunted mansion movie where it just takes place at a haunted mansion but has meaning (laughs) you could do that too but you know they They should do that at some point yeah well they tried totally weird thing they made a movie out of it by making it into a movie yeah it's crazy (laughs) in any case pirates totally works and i recall seeing trailers i I think i told these anecdotes before but i still i recall seeing trailers in the uh, months leading up to it where it's got like it was the kind of thing where the the camera is flying over the ocean and you're getting titles and then the camera rises up and looks down on the island and the island's in the shape of a skull and crossbones and you're just like I know what's going on here yeah and of course that's not even in the movie that's just no. something they did for the trailer just so they'd have something to put titles over and that's the point I bailed out of the hook trailer really <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was like yeah okay don't need to watch that movie but hook had the the navigation compass in the ocean it was adorable yeah I I'm a hook fan so we'll get into that some <laughs> other time in any case Pirates is amazing and of course it's Johnny Depp's movie and Orlando Bloom is serviceable and Elizabeth Swan well, that's your real name, is, is cute. You can see your nipples in one scene, and I like Norrington, and I like The Monkey, and Barbosa. Is a, um, it's just a great, fun movie. I have no idea how it came about. I don't know how we got here, and I don't know how they pulled it off, but I'm not surprised that it didn't stick the landing as well as other franchises have. This, this doesn't have an Empire Strike Back coming after it. It has more than a Reloaded, so it's in the middle there. Yeah. The only thing I can really say negative about this is that it, it, it is a little long. They are padding the stories a little bit, but... I don't care because I always have fun watching it. It's a great movie. Chris? Um, that exact trailer, the the teaser that you were talking about, I remember at that exact moment watching that and going, wow, I, I know now that Hollywood has completely run out of all ideas. <laughs> like, there there was that period where they were announcing, you know, hey, they're going to do a Dukes and Hazard movie with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. <laughs> you know, that was about that time and we're all just going, no! <laughs> it's really a shame that never happened. Yeah, so sad, but... Uh, th- that movie, I remember that teaser going, This, yeah, this is going to be absolute dreck, and I'm going to cry. And then, and and to, to, be, to be fair, to be fair, I have maybe seen, I don't go and see that many movies anymore. Yeah. I saw The Matrix a ton of times, and then Pirates. I saw Pirates three, four times in the theater. It takes a lot of effort to get me to the theater to see a movie once. That that says a lot about how much I enjoyed this movie. It says a lot about how much of a crush you have on Johnny Depp. Yeah, well, I don't talk about that. Well, she is pretty. <laughs> Michael? Um, 
while we're talking about that teaser, I think I've told this story before, but since it's the actual episode, um, I saw that t- teaser. I had the exact same reaction at that point with yeah. the the skull thing, and then <laughs> with the the skull, and then they, it does like the inverted thunderclap thing, where it's like, oh, it's lightning, but it somehow inverts the negative and stuff like that. <laughs> but um, and then and then there's like close-ups of like a CG sword and people's names flying around, and the whole I I distinctly remember this whole time I had this monologue running in my head where I'm like, well, Johnny Depp's really slumming it, and Orlando Bloom, fine, he's a, and and I was like, Jeffrey Rush, he just won an Oscar. What's he doing in a movie like this? And I was like, yeah, they've obviously run out of ideas and blah blah. blah. And then the last shot of the teaser was the undead skeleton foot coming down on the bottom of the ocean. That, that was like the one actual shot that went, and I was like, sold, <laughs> sold. I like stopped everything I was saying in my head, and I was like, I'm sold. I, I, they got it. I don't. I didn't know there was an it to get, but that is what they got. That's the answer. How do you make a pirates movie? Zombies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As soon as I was like, oh, oh it's supernatural and all that stuff, because that's like the thing you remember from the ride is like the skeleton pirates doing their shit, and I was like, wow. I would never have thought to go there, but that is so awesome. And then I went to see it, but I still was kind of like, well, I don't know, because it's a theme park ride. And I loved it. I, I saw it at least five times in theaters, probably more like seven, because I just I loved this movie so much. Um, I, it's been a little while since I saw it, and I've heard a lot of people saying it drags in the middle. That was not my feeling at the time, obviously. I think it drags at the at the three-quarters mark, actually. Oh, somewhere somewhere in, in that area. I, uh, I'll be interested in watching it like this, like with the sound off, to see if maybe I feel it now um but but i don't recall really ever feeling that uh watching it before the, the sound is dragging you along like a <laughs> caveman choosing a mate <laughs> exactly <laughs> it clubbed me over the head and it's just dragging me by the hair trey nice that's hot um you haven't you haven't you you haven't even listed all the strikes against this movie yeah, <laughs> it, was no. like, it was like uh, uh was it not less than a year from green light to release i mean not only was it that it was like it was rushed out yeah, yeah. it was a massive movie that was going to come out you know in less than a year the which, post schedule know, was like 16 weeks yeah no one had you know one had ever done a movie of this scope um for the, it's a pirate movie it's a freaking pirate oh, no, that movie that's yeah, a weird thing you know and and you know we can go down the list right around the same right around the same time william goldman wrote his second book it was right around within a year or two in which he says goes into great length about i have three scripts in my life that i think are surefire right. princess bride Butch Cassidy and a pirate movie, and no one. I've had this script for twenty years. No one will ever make a pirate. No one will ever make it because pirate movies are known to always tank. And every time someone says no, that's not necessarily true. They make a pirate movie and it tanks. Cutthroat Island. Cutthroat Island. Yeah, you know, Cutthroat Island was the one that killed it up until this. Exactly. Yeah, Cutthroat Island killed. Uh, I believe killed Coralco Studios completely. Does, as well. does Captain Rob count? <laughs> uh, not Captain Rob. The, uh, Roman Polanski made a pirate movie. Muppet yeah. Treasure Island. Yeah. yeah, well, that's kind of a little different. Now, did uh, Bill ever get the, his movie made after? This no, boom? it's a. No. I'm sure. I'm sure he got to take some meetings, but damn uh, it, it still hasn't happened. It's a really. It sounds like a fun story, but it's again based on a true story, like uh, like Butch Cassidy. Just a fun story. But um, and then uh, let's see. There was that. There was the release schedule. The fact that it's based on a you know a. Uh, um, Goddamn Disney ride! Disney ride, you know, and also, and then of course, lightning didn't strike twice because six months later, Haunted Mansion came out and uh, was not so beloved. Well, they made the mistake of putting Eddie Murphy in it. Yeah, which was kind of you know strange. Why has uh, it got to be a black thing? No, it's got to be yeah. a, after Beverly Hills Cop three. All the magic that Eddie Murphy yeah. had apparently just went away. Yeah, and then the final, the final strike against you know Pirates of the Caribbean. Of course, no one knew it but the studio. But it's like, uh, well, who you've got? Well, Orlando Bloom. Well, Lord of the Rings. Okay, and you know. Uh, Kira Knightley, she's cute. Okay, fine. And Johnny Depp, oh, he's good. Yeah, and he's playing the lead role like a drunken transvestite. <laughs> Wait, what? what? Back, back up, back up a sec. And the story goes that you know, the, the supposedly the, the the day the studio saw the first dailies of Johnny Depp, they're like, 
we're on a plane. Oh, wait. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? Uh, you know, he like they were really concerned, supposedly. They, they thought he was gay, right? They, just, they didn't know. What, what is he doing? Yeah. What the hell is he doing? Um, and uh, again, it's like if you sat down and described, here's how Johnny Depp is going to play this character in Pirates of the Caribbean, you, you would say, no. What? No, make that not happen. And yet. You know, clearly, if you go to Comic Con, the fucking um, best part of this it's, movie. It's a fantastic and, and there's thing. a lot of great things in it. So I doubt I saw. I doubt I went to see this in the theater. I don't remember seeing this in the theater because it was one of those movies. Like, well, I don't have to bother seeing that. <laughs> yeah. And then I just started hearing like, no, you really. And then, so maybe it was on video the first time. And it was like, oh, God damn it, I like this movie. <laughs> this movie's lots of fun. What the hell? How is that possible? You were offended. I was offended by the fact that it, it – well, I wasn't offended at all. It was like, once again, William Goldman was ultimately correct. This is a nobody-knows-anything movie yeah. because there is no reason this movie should work, and yet, against all odds, it does. Cool. You're at the point where the title card has faded to black and embers and clouds. Like, I am here. Put your finger on the button. Here we go. Three, two, one, unpause. And they fade away. Yeah, and we're right in. I remember. I remember yeah. this in uh, in the theaters. There's always that little bit of settling time where you're like you the uh, I you know, f- the, the studio things come up and whatever, and everyone's still kind of slowly settling in. And then everyone's like, "Oh shit, it started!" Wait, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. just everyone got quiet. Like, oh, oh they pulled the Star Wars. I had a friend who, uh, <laughs> I mean, who I even thought, got my drink in the in the cup holder. Yeah, he thought it'd be a good idea when he starts making features. And this, he said this ten years ago. He probably doesn't feel this way anymore because it's such a terrible idea. But he's like, before my movie, I'm going to have just 15 seconds of ducks on a pond to calm everyone down. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> Kubrick, you do that. And I'm yeah. just going to start with the song from the ride so people know what's up. Exactly. We forgot to mention that the other strike against this movie is that it was directed by the guy who did The Ring and Mouse Hunt. And like, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a, he directed Mouse Hunt? Yeah. Oh, he, oh, he's a box office winner, yeah. Mr. Gibbs, the Rick Ollier of the Pirates franchise. Yeah, he will explain everything to you. Yes, he will. Gibbs. <laughs> well, but that's but they at least hang a lantern first, first where they're like, are, dude, you don't have to. Are you the narrator? What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> they wait three movies to do it, though. Yeah. First officer exposition report. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to single-handedly uh, revitalize the ability for those characters to work simply by being the guy who does narrate shit. Just uh-huh. walking around like, hey, Chris, come in from the bathroom and have a seat here in the living room. Like I'll be that right, guy right. and just continue to talk my way through it. I, I always like I look at how old Norrington is here and Elizabeth here, and later on when they're about to get married, I felt really creepy. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like, wait, how old is Norrington now when they get to present day? I think they're trying to say 21, 22. Yeah, I but would he's say just he's too in old his for 20s it. here. He doesn't pull it off at all. You were in coupling, but that would... was ages ago. <laughs> but they would totally. I mean, you know. You, that's true, but they would do that back then. They're like, he's, you know, you're 18, he's 40, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, it's fine. But the, I, the other thing is uh, Jonathan Price. Oh, Jonathan Price. Yeah. yeah like Jonathan Price. Brazil. Brazil. Come on. Come on, Brazil. Although he Jonathan kind of Price. reminds me of Fozzie from Muppet Treasure Island in this movie. Oh, hey, my umbrella. It's, it's I left it hair. out here on the way out. It's a parasol. Oh, yeah. Wait, is there a difference between an umbrella and a parasol? Parasol is if you're from a Spanish-speaking country. Ah. <laughs> I think I think parasols well, actually, well, actually, actually well, don't really protect you from the rain. They're the, just to the, block the sun. Well, they, yeah, they're for, for the sun. Paper, as, um, as paper the name, umbrellas, as the name says, they're for the sun. But uh, so yeah, parasol. Yeah, parasol. Is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're smart. Yes, and, uh, or paraguas would be the uh, the Spanish version of the umbrella. I hate us. <laughs> <laughs> Etymology is stupid. Yeah. You know, I will say it you was, just blew my mind just then. I'm like, that is what the name means. That's right. And Fucking I be- A. And I believe, <laughs> and I believe Paraguay gets his for some reason is named after an umbrella. Huh? <laughs> I didn't know until very recently that Cuisinart is a shortening of cuisine art. Yeah. Ah. Never put that together. 
Felt like a douchebag. <laughs> Does anyone feel like that they should have at least heard the flames from a, a while away? Like it just, it just suddenly appears. Yeah, that totally blows the reality of the movie for me. Yeah, yeah. I, this is a really yeah. This is a compelling cold open though. This is good oh yeah stuff. yeah. Although it's almost, you could cut it out and you wouldn't need it. It's sure. just here because they needed a cold open. You, you could you could just introduce the characters older and say when we were younger we bumped into each other because it's our, they literally explain the scene in different yeah. bits and pieces throughout the film. It's almost it's almost not even necessary that they bump into each other here, but um, it well it it does tell you the origin of why she has the the locket. It, the it also it also educates piece. you on the fact that they shouldn't be friends. They shouldn't locking, be in love yeah, with each yeah. other because she is They're, the governor's daughter and he's a commoner and yeah. it, it gives the it gives their connection more gravitas than a Romeo and Juliet. Excuse thing. me. Yeah. She's the governor's daughter. <gasps> their odd? love is forbidden like Romeo and Juliet. What's odd about this opening though is it it feels like you know, a missing scene from Master and Commander. It's like, mm-hmm. this, is, yeah. this is so much more grounded and real than you kind of were thinking this movie was going yeah. to this, be. This movie allowed me to be a big fan of Master and Commander. It allowed <laughs> yeah. me to be interested in that you're, kind of thing. You're, yeah, because yeah, you're like, it's a theme park ride. You come in, you're like, oh, no, it's a, it's a movie. Yeah. What? Yeah. And it's You can't do that long. movie. Yeah. Wait a second, movie. You can't be a movie movie. And so they gradually, you know, and again, in the thing that, Don, you know, seems like it shouldn't have worked, but they gradually take this real world and then turn it into this, you know, it gets proceedingly more bizarre and more and ultimately supernatural. And it's like, and yet somehow well, the stages of the of the process are, yeah, are, feel it, okay. It, it handholds you through that. And, and part of what helps is, again, kind of the lantern hanging because at every step there's a character going, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Wait, ghost pirates? I'm yeah. out. What? What do you? I did not sign up for ghost pirates. And there's the uh, Black Pearl, which became part of the title, like, midway through. I remember when this the was just of the Black Pearl. Pirates of the Caribbean, and yeah, then yeah. it became... They figured the, out halfway through it was going to be a franchise. Yeah. Like, uh, there was enough dailies where they finally went, we're going to make a lot of money <laughs> yeah. with this. Yes. And then they went next door and they saw the Haunted Mansion dailies, and they said, we're going to make even more money with this. Yeah. Because this has got Eddie Murphy in it. It can't possibly fail. He's huge at the box office. I'm just waiting for the teacups movie. <laughs> no, it's a small world. I mean, that was the joke. It's like they're going to do it's a small world next, uh-huh. and we're all going to lo- kill you know, ourselves. I think they should make a movie out of that Pinocchio ride. <laughs> There's a thought. <laughs> Mr. Toad's Wild Ride would be a kind of you can make an upsetting movie out of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. that's the ride that fucked me up. Yeah, but let's not call it Toad. Let's call it something about trees. <laughs> I really like the way this movie is shot. It manages to be kind of connect. You see a lot of. Um, a- a- a lot of shots that are kind of moving, but not to the extent that Michael Bay does it, you <laughs> yeah, know? Open but, the door and let the matte painting in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll, it'll, you know, there's shots that'll just start on, like, a detail of the set and then pull out just to kind of let you know where you are and stuff like that. It's it's a very cool the way this movie is shot. I, re- I remember one of, the, one of the things I enjoyed going back and seeing it again and again was really studying, like, how do they shoot this? This is really well put together. And again, for me, it's like, I always come back to how fast this came together. I mean, you know, you don't, just these costumes. I mean, just getting these costumes together. Yeah, you can rent a few, but, you know, mostly it's going to be custom. <laughs> well, most of the cast is British. I think they just have them. They just own them. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're issued them at birth, I think. Just like all of us have PBR cans and hats. Yeah. Do you ever feel like it's the, the like this movie was the drunk guy at the blackjack table that doesn't realize just how much money he stands to possibly lose <laughs> and yeah. then wins and everyone hates him? Yeah, wait, it's a pirate movie? That's a good analogy. I'll good take idea. that. Thank you. 
I mean, the, the so art, who's the cocktail waitress? Yeah, the art direction. Michael Eisner. <laughs> art direction, the production design, the costume design. You know, it's everything is phenomenal in this movie, and uh, you know, just that doesn't happen easily, and it no. doesn't normally happen fast. Right here, this is how we define saving a cat. Yeah, this is his right off the bat. Moment. He fucks up something in an expensive place and tries to hide it so he doesn't get in trouble. Yeah, there you go. Save cat saved. Cat. Moving on. Cat saved. Yeah. Orlando Bloom. We like you because we've all done retarded things like that yeah. ourselves. Beautiful use. Anyway. This movie gets everything. Is it Terry Rossio and Ted Elliott? Yes. Is it just that they uh, are that good? So, Terry Rossio, Ted. Yes, yes. Well, is it, is it just that? Well, I, I was asking. Is is it just them? Is that what? I think. Well, they they are very good. There's I a think. story here. Um, a story takes place in this film. Yeah. There's a lot of. I mean, they've got their their website word player, um, and uh, they talk about the process and stuff, and they're very open about it, and they're very open because they're attached to some bombs too. Yeah. Um, and they talk about how Namely, that happened. Uh, Godzilla. Um, they wrote Godzilla. Yes, oh, they they wrote a draft of Godzilla, and uh, the, the laptop started talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's haunted. Yeah, it's the haunted uh, laptop. But anyway, anyway, Wait, hold sorry. on. So get me a I meeting. Spent, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold everything. <laughs> so one of the one of these two guys. Now that we're looking at uh, Guybrush three put up here, yeah. Let's okay. talk. Let's talk about Monkey Island. Cause okay. Didn't, 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 I'm gonna didn't, guess didn't. it was Terry Rossio, but I don't know for sure. So he's Mon- he's the one who seems to go off on his own more than Ted. Monkey. Does. I, I have a question from the ignorant person. Go uh, ahead. What's Monkey Island? Monkey. Oh okay. my God. There's a franchise of games out from LucasArts back in the '90s, early '90s. Yeah, I want to say, uh, yeah. Curse of Monkey Island, Escape from Monkey Island, The Treasure of Monkey Island, all, all those. And they're which great. Is, which is about Guybrush three put who wants to be a mighty pirate and is in love with the governor. But is being constantly pursued by an undead pirate, <laughs> and yeah. uh, it's all about their adventures. And basically, at one point, they wanted to make a Monkey Island movie, and one of the guys that was hired to write that was one of the guys that ended up writing this movie. And I am sitting here going, George Lucas is going to sue somebody, <laughs> but they never did. And so this is the Benjamin Button to Monkey Island's uh, Forrest Gump? Yes, maybe. Have you noticed that they're the exact same movie? <laughs> no, but... Look, uh, look, trust me on this one. Yeah. Anyway, look, it's Jack Sparrow. Except he's he's unoldening instead of just retarded. Yeah, if you played it backwards, um, maybe. Yeah. No, it's the same thing. <laughs> but um, although I get what you're saying, I do. I do also like this is this is a great reversal here. Of you think he's awesome and badass, and then it's like, oh, he sucks actually. <laughs> yeah. And that's awesome that that <laughs> he's you know, a loser. Yeah, you think he's going to be the hero of the piece. That's how it's been, uh, you know, shown to you in the trailers and stuff like that. And then you look at this, you're like, what? <laughs> that and it, it makes his character instantly more interesting. Because you're like, wait, first of all, I know I've seen him being cool in the trailers. Yeah. So how does he get there? And secondly, th- this is the hero <laughs> of the movie? I mean, obviously, this is actually an ensemble piece. It's hard to pick a hero. It's him and Will and Elizabeth all kind of have their hero's journey um, in, in this movie. And, and really, Will or Elizabeth more than Jack. Jack's the antihero. He's basically Han Solo. Well, yes, how, yes. How many movies have you seen that have used the trope where the first time we meet the hero of the group it's waking him up and he's hung over that's yeah, true fairly common that's yeah. true. it's fairly and we this is this is hysterical this is that <laughs> just he he's like nope i'm going to go in with dignity one no matter yeah. what it takes well that's and that's <laughs> and that's what ultimately endears you to the character is, yeah. is he never loses his sense of you know it, it, he he's he's definitely the hero in his own movie in his yes, mind yes yes no matter what's going on you know he's bugs bunny it's yeah. like he you can't get him down no matter what exactly he's uh, like you say he's he's he never loses his sen- even though he's you know drunk and unstable. He never loses his sense of poise in the sense where he's like, "All right, I may not look it, but I am better than this, <laughs> and I'm going to fake it till I make it." Basically, there was a there was a little bit earlier speaking of camera work, like 
when he, when he was walking back up to the guy, the camera got bumped. Like you could see it. Be I like, saw it shake. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's. I don't know. That that's another thing that just endears me because later they had all the time and money, and they're like, "No, nope, do it again," and it's so clean and perfect and stuff like that. And it's like, but except for the story, it didn't make any sense. What was the budget but, for this? Uh, this I think like was 95, like ninety five, something like that. I I would say seventy off the top of my head, but I'm probably wrong. I w- I'll look that up. I thought it was something like it cost ninety five and it made seventy five or something like that. No, this no, this it, made. No, it, well, it, well, I mean, this I mean, it's money. American gross in theaters was like it was it, it lost money in theaters. I don't think that's I what. Don't, I, don't, no. I, don't no, I don't believe it did. No movie that I go to someone see three said times that in the earlier. Lost someone money. said that earlier today. I someone said it that made was Haunted Mansion. They were talking about Haunted Mansion. Oh, okay. Haunted cool. Mansion yeah. was ninety, made seventy-five domestic. Okay, yeah. so what was, what was this one in terms of cost? Uh, I'm I'm looking at it. It was right a now. little compared to a lot. Yeah, yeah. This it was the anti-Haunted Mansion. Ah, and of course, you know it. People always go, oh, my God, studios are so stupid for spending $100 million on a movie. And, and, but that's studio accounting is they only need, like, one or two of these every year, and that offsets all the bombs. Right. You know? And so you know, the, the, when a studio gets in trouble is when none of their $100 million movies make their money back. But if they get one or two per year, they can stay in business. In the chat, Matt says $140 million. Yeah. Made or cost? Uh, well, he doesn't say. I'm assuming made. <laughs> or, well, or what cost. good is Matt? Specify, Matt. Uh, yep, he's right. According to Box Office Mojo, the budget was 140, and the worldwide gross was 650 million, which actually is not—that's not huge, huge money. I but, could do better. Uh, pi- uh, I'm not surprised you it guys cost have been spoiled by pi- Lord of the Rings. I'm not surprised it cost 140 yeah. million dollars, though, which of course at the time was like, wait yeah. a minute, because that would have been one of the most expensive movies That's ever made. Pirates, Pirates Two made over a billion, as I yeah. recall. Weirdly so, enough, yeah. damn. You know, damn. But uh, you know, you, you can you can easily see where the money goes because first of course they're shooting on the water. Stupid. Yeah. First of all, don't you know? Don't ever do that. Never. Um, what is, full what scale sailing ships. You know. Yeah. yeah. Just get a get a sailing ship back to its mark and let's go again. That's dozens you know, of extras per shot. Sometimes hundreds. Full costumes. All in costumes. And then ILM doing a rush nine one one effects job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like if you. What other things could you have to make a movie cost more money? Uh, like, um, child actors child and actors, animals. Child actors and animals. Jim Carrey. And, great. And Jim, and Jim Carrey. There's there's a, a great That's way. That's why Haunted Mansion costed so much. Yeah. There's a great way to that they're doing to get out the exposition and backstory of the Black Pearl. By I making mean, it a comedy bit. Yeah, by making it into a comedy bit and arguing about like the the tall tales and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And and meanwhile, it's also a character thing because he's like, well, while they're arguing, yeah. the chubbier of the two of them looks like he could be Neville if he was like ten years older and fat. <laughs> yeah, look at him; he's got Neville face. And these two are so nervous because they've never even fa- even met a guy that they might possibly have to shoot in yeah. their entire lives. Well, there, there's I. You know, it's the kind of thing where they're so unnerved by his confidence. They're like, yeah. seriously? You're yeah. just doing this right what, in front of us? What, and does we have kn- guns. what does he know that we're not <laughs> getting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's, it's the Bugs Bunny thing. It's yeah. the, it's the uh, I'm just going to talk my way out of anything that happens. Yeah. Well, it's the rule of movie studios. If you want to know what, if you want to look like you know what you're doing, don't talk to anyone and carry a clipboard. That's right. You can get into anything. Yeah. Just have attitude. It's all about the attitude. Get out of my way. I'm doing important things that you don't know about. And if you stop me, you risk being fired. <laughs> it, uh, Take a, the chance. A similar in reverse thing, and one of the reasons I think Orlando Bloom works really well in this one in a way that he doesn't so much in the others is the way he's playing the character as 
it it goes to kind of what you've said a couple of times, Trey. Um, the the idea of you know becoming is more interesting than being. Yeah. He's learning to be confident. So he starts out. You see kind of the nerves in his face every time he talks to Elizabeth and and all that stuff. And he's playing that really well and really subtly. And, uh, you know, in the later ones, he becomes, I am an action hero just like Johnny Depp. I'm getting as much screen time as him, goddammit. Yes. And, yeah. you know, he becomes, you know, the main character. He's he's realized, you know, I'm an important part of this franchise, and he starts doing yeah. it. Whereas here, there is no franchise, so everyone's like, I'm going to play my character mm-hmm. as the best version of my character that I can, and that's what makes it interesting, because even the bit parts are interesting, but they also recognize that they're kind of bit parts and part of a larger whole, whereas later on, you know, the uh, the two uh, the, the two pirate uh, Abbott and Costello uh, guys, they they just become their own thing, and they kind of steal the scene any time they're in it. Pentel and Rigetti? I thought that was their name, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, right, I was like right. Pants and Rigetti or something, but yeah. Joe Pantoliano uh, and Spaghetti? Yeah. <laughs> I just think of him as Lee Ehrenberg and the guy from The Office. Mm. <laughs> I love I love that moment when they're so chill and they're just chatting, and then the body falls into the ocean, and they're like, huh. Now, this cut doesn't quite work. You don't see quite enough of it doing its thing to understand what happened. Right. I think if there was just a, a second more of it in the first shot of the flag going one way mm-hmm. before it flips over, then right. you get it. But I'll bet you they didn't have it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet you that's just the flag went, uh-uh. And another great save the cat moment, because why is Jack doing this? Why? Because he's inherently he good. Exactly, but he does. He doesn't stand to gain anything. Oh, I was so going to say any port yeah. in the storm. It, yeah. does seem, <laughs> yeah. it does seem a little out of character for him. Yeah, the anyway. moment, the moment, but he sees someone in trouble and he's like, "Well, you know, I'm not heartless." Like, yeah. <laughs> but so. this is this is the moment that allows Elizabeth and in the end by transition will to trust him in situations where it's like. Wow, we should not be trusting this guy. He's tried to screw us over, but you keep coming back to, well, he did save my life. He did. Yeah. There is something yeah. in there that tells him. But then next time when you kind of count on yeah. him, he's going to go, oh, no, not this time. No. Not this yeah. time. No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I didn't like have he... to. I thought you could get your way out of it yourself. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah, exactly. He's like, he's like, it seemed clear to me that that time you couldn't do it yourself. Yeah. But these other times, it seemed like you could figure it out because you were conscious. Yeah. <laughs> This sucks so much. Yeah. You are so feeling for Jack in this moment. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, he, but he's actually kind of a g- decent guy and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, aw. It's Rip- like a total ripoff of Titanic, of course. <laughs> but, it, but it also puts you in the mind of where you need to be to an extent with uh, – you need to be on the side of the pirates. Certainly Jack at you least. Also, it, but it, on it, the it, side of like pirates are not all bad. You need to be against the good guys in a way and here. Perhaps most importantly, right off the bat, you have stakes. You know what's up. You know what, what they're doing and how illegal it is. And it also you know, contains and sort of carries that with a really great line where it's uh, one good deed cannot forgive a man for a lifetime of bad ones. And then Johnny Depp's like, it seems enough to condemn him. Mm-hmm. It's like, indeed. It's like, fuck. All right, pirates are going to get arrested. Got yeah. it. They cannot get caught. I'm on the market. <laughs> yeah. As it were. Oh, he's so adorable. But, but this is also this is also and we'll be coming back to this in the sequels. Right now, everyone's like, God, what a loser this guy is. Who is this guy? And then later on, everyone in the universe is like Sparrow. Sparrow. So you actually you mentioned so no. Norrington and, and uh we, we this came up uh another example that I could think of is uh strangely enough, uh, Batman the second Batman movie, the new the, the Dark Knight. Dark Knight okay. is 
you know, the first Dark Knight movie, the first Batman Nolan movie, you know, everyone, you're learning, you know, Batman is becoming Batman. It's about becoming Batman. So, so Bruce Wayne is like, oh, okay, you're following the Bruce Wayne story. In the second movie, he's Batman. Yeah. And he's just Batman. And it's all about, he's already Batman, and he's Batman at the end, and he's Batman at the beginning, and, and everyone else. And, and so you have to give, the, the only arc in the second movie is a secondary character. Harvey mm-hmm. Dent has, the, has an arc, is the only one. And so they did the same in this, in the sequel to this one. Norrington gets the arc right. in the second movie because everyone else is already set in stone. Their characters are like, well, now I am. I am this character. Right. I became this character in the last movie. So Norrington gets the arc, strangely enough. And 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 they gave him a hell of an arc. They 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 knocked him all the way down to zero so that then he could, you know, redeem himself right. or not. Um, so it's kind of an interesting you know, I wonder what that call was like. Hey, we're gonna have you in the second movie and you won't gonna believe what yeah. we're gonna make you do. It's gonna you're you're gonna be this drunken failure at the beginning. Oh sweet, you know, I'm we- in. This is also you know, once again it's a very interesting reversal because we're on Jack's side and we're watching this and we're like, wait. Now, what is he doing now? Is he a good? I'm on your. I'm on his side, and I think I get what he's doing. But at the same time, I'm like, wait, is he actually bad? Then why did he? But do that's that Jack Sparrow in a nutshell, right there. Exactly. It's like you can't figure out. It's I'm like I'm sorry, Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow, despite despite the fact that he seems so completely like only. Only half competent sometimes, like when he does shit like this, not really thinking his actions through. So somehow he simultaneously doesn't think his actions through and is still two te- steps ahead of everybody else. Well, the joke is, and they start you know, re- recycling the joke and having it failed. You know, he'll do this. I don't know if it's this movie or the sequel, but he does the same thing and completely fails. Right, right. You know? And they, they play the same joke where he's going to, you'll rue the day that you cross. You know, and then he totally eats it. Uh-huh. You know, they just make it the end he, of this one. He's the opposite of Sahara. In Sahara, where they're like, you know, that was totally not There's supposed no to work. There's no way that should have yeah. worked. Yeah, then, then, then this one, it's like, did anyone see that? Because I am not doing that again. Oh, yeah. Wherever yeah. that comes from. Whichever that's the, movie that's that the, was that's in. That's the very that's new, the new one. That's one. Yeah, that's yeah. the trailer for the new one. So again, I love the way he runs. Yeah. His hands are just out in front of him. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, like laps you know, in the kitchen. In those heels, yeah. darling, you, in those heels, you try and run. I mean, it's, yeah, it's exactly. not easy. His hands are, that's probably true. His hands are manacled together. He's running at high speed. He's like, if I fall, the hands go first. <laughs> yeah. Whatever else happens. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, again, it's, it's one of the weirdest, like, okay, you know, I can see why the studio was uncomfortable. Like, I just yeah. really, I don't know quite what's happening here. Yeah. But, but once, with but, this character. Yeah. With, with the movie, you know, as, as movies almost always are being shot out of order. I'm sure it took a while until they were able to start seeing the movie strung together where they're like, oh, I okay, see. But there are other performances. There, there are some other performances. Um, the one that always – the straight line in my mind that this connects to is um, uh, Val Kilmer in Tombstone. Mm. Val Kilmer is uh, Doc Holliday in Tombstone. Where yeah. you, you know, For the first two minutes, you're like, seriously, Val, that's what you're doing? You're doing that? And by the end of and the movie, you're, you're totally you're bought totally in. You're totally with it. You're totally down with it. And uh, – it's okay, and there's there's another performance too. I, I, I usually think is the third of the triumvirate of uh, you know, wow, that should not have you know, it's, it's it probably like was, that totally shouldn't have worked. It probably was also Johnny Depp. Yeah, it probably was also the Joker. Well, um, oh, the Joker. No, the Joker. No, the was, Joker. No, you the Joker, see, and you're like, no, I get the this. instant oh, okay. he's uh, yeah. you're talking about the Nolan, you know, Heath Ledger. Yeah, no, the instant he's on screen, you go, oh my god, this is the best Joker ever. Yeah. you don't need a more than a you know half a frame to get on board with that performance. But um, there's another, there's another. Maybe it'll come to me. I think, I think maybe part of it is is how much he just totally commits to it. Where you're like, well, that's not that's not the person I would have met. And what makes him interesting is like that is definitely not the kind of person I would have imagined in a Pirates of the Caribbean movie, but. 
he is a person. He is very consistently like the character feels like a real person, and he's insane, but he feels like a, a real person that you can just get on board with the fact that okay, that's who this guy is, and maybe he's in the wrong movie, but by God, he's here, and he's yeah. not in the wrong movie. Yeah. Whoever that is, he's that. Yeah, exactly. That's him. All right, <laughs> all right. You guys with the Pirates of the Caribbean and the Lord of the Rings movies, talk to me about Orlando Bloom. What's your read on Orlando Bloom? She's also pretty. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, what? He oh. is pretty. Orlando... I, I always feel like he's... He needs better writing. His performance writer. is always slightly out of breath. Like, he's always sort of just talking. Mm-hmm. He's, I, I think he works better in Lord of the Rings because that plays to the strength of being an elf, and he's kind of weird. And this, He I, doesn't he, talk much, though, in Lord right, of the well, Rings. Right, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he's just kind of... He's a fucking elf. He just floats around. But he, in this one, he really is just there to look pretty, for the most part. Yeah. Which and, is sad and, because... And does it admirably. And, yeah. and of course, his, you know, he had some... Some sword training, which paid off here. I mean, it was it was kind of a no brainer to cast him in this. Like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, he's the guy we should get. Now yeah. let's talk about fucking Hans Zimmer Inc. and Klaus Bedelt. Klaus Bedelt, who I'm going to be giving the yeah. credit to for the remainder of this commentary. <laughs> I love how the score uh, matches the sword fight. Bum bum bum. The music here is it, uh, all throughout. Every, every single hit of the swords is a cue in the music. Yeah, which it's is a, which I, is it's a great scene on all levels. I yeah. mean, it's it's beautifully shot and it's wonderfully choreographed and yeah. it's just you know it's really fun. It's the like, the, the, the shooting shows off the choreography very well. This scene is never shot this way without Die Hard. I just no, want to say I don't that. like this because you can the texture of the sword looks wrong to me for some reason. It doesn't look like metal. It looks like fiberglass. It looks like well, painted metal. Rubber. Well, I'm expecting a shiny sword, and that see, it, it looks yeah, but it looks like a prop to they've me. They've got the co- well, it is a prop. But well, I know, it's but like a, you know, it's like a cold iron technique, so it's not it's not smooth because you know it doesn't have to be shiny. A sword just has to be pointy and sharp on one end. It doesn't have to be shiny. Shiny is for rich people. Oh yeah, okay. I accept your point. I think I think also uh, his his performance as Jack I think probably helps everyone else's performance in the sense that. You get to react to him. Yeah, you get to react <laughs> to him. And and he, he will – I can imagine every actor always just being completely on the back foot with him, being like, what is going on <laughs> yeah. in this scene? And, and that really bringing out a reality in any interaction with him. Later in the movie uh, when uh, – what is it? Will is talking to Gibbs, and Gibbs is explaining how Jack got off the island and all that stuff. Uh, not only did um, – Orlando Bloom come up with the line, so is that the reason for all the... And he does a little impression. Yeah. It was also... It was an inside joke. Yeah. He was cracking up the crew. He's like, oh, so is that why he's fucking doing this? Mm-hmm. And he, he did it to make the guys laugh. And Grover Brinson was like, no, it's going to work. That'll work. Yeah, that'll I'll work. take it. Brent, in. Well, that, and that's another thing where it's like, okay, all the other characters are aware that that's happening, and it's weird, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Another little <laughs> hanging a lantern for people yeah. that might not have been along for the ride or whatnot. Yeah. No, uh, talking about acting and the idea of, you know... Uh, a lot of actors will say their line and then they just cue out. It's like, well, I've right. said my line and yeah. I'm not a part of the scene I'll anymore. And now pause until it's my next line. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Now, uh, one guy that always gets really good credit for being a really good, he's almost like a, a scenery prop because of how well he reacts, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, yeah he's they, good. Uh, they always talk about how uh, P.T. Anderson always puts him in the background of scenes. <laughs> just so he's doing something. Because yeah. he's always doing something. Just, yeah. to, just to see him react to my, what My favorite, and there are, there is a, there's a long list of exceedingly great Philip Seymour Hoffman characters that he just he comes up with, these yeah. things. But the Gustav Regattas. I was from, just going to say Charlie Wilson's from, from Charlie War. Charlie Wilson's War. Yeah. He's fantastic. Excuse me, what that. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you so you Ponzi schoolboy. <laughs> Yeah, oh water, water goes God. over a dam and under a bridge. You Ponzi schoolboy! 
I just he comes. That's the like introduction James of the character. Was a little he comes socialized. in with a giant Mario mustache and says, "Excuse me, what the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> Watch the trailer, then find the movie. It's worth yeah. it just to Charlie see. Charlie Wilson's War is, is worth watching in general. Aaron Sorkin wrote it, and and uh, Mike. You've already and, told me. And Mike Nichols freaking directed it, and uh, you know it was watching it uh, and stars Tom Hanks. <laughs> and how is it not a hit? Because it told us things we didn't want to know about Afghanistan. Um, so you know, <laughs> how big is the department? It's three of the other guys. Yeah. Anyway, awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I saw uh, the other day. Uh, ILM, I guess, is doing a video series like Google does where they have people come and talk at their facility and they just put those on YouTube. And there's a four, uh, ten-minute clip series talking with Aaron Sorkin about the process of writing The Social Network. And it was interesting to hear what he was talking about because at one point someone said, how do you do this? And he says, look, you can read all the books you want or you can just have a character who wants something and put something in his way. Do that. (laughs) Way easier. Yeah. Or as, as uh, I quoted Goldman in another, uh, William Goldman was talking about, uh, he said, yeah, you want to know what, uh, you know, how to tell a story? It's like, well, read the little engine that could, yeah. you know, it's like, uh, it's like, you know, it's like, it's simplistically written for five-year-olds and, you know, read that thing and tell me that you're not pulling for that fucking train to get those toys over the mountain. So that's screenwriting. Get the fucking toys over the mountain. That's what screenwriting is. Yeah. And so, you know, it, and really when you boil it all down, that is what it is. So it's like. It's, it's also really interesting and fascinating because. That that whole scene right there, it's like here's the here's the direct lift from one yeah. Of the oh yeah, there's like, there's so many the of these. They're this matching got, this, the this, pose. Yeah. This yeah. got a knowing laugh in the theater from a few oh, yeah. people. Yeah. There's there's anyway, a I'm lot sorry, of those. There's definitely a lot of those moments where you're like, <laughs> what they managed to put that not they managed to put it in the movie. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. yeah. But then, that's but, fucking crazy. And then three, they just hung a lantern on it because he goes, that dog, that dog is never going to move. Yeah, you yeah. can do that forever. <laughs> that dog is never going to move. Yeah. It's like, wow, that was a triple they just pulled yeah. off there. Gutsy. Gutsy move. By the way, uh, there's a very good chance your bed might be on fire in the next five minutes. Yeah, now. here's the thing. That's not how this sh- fucking works. You put that <laughs> in the bed and take it out before you get in so it's warm. You don't put the fiery metal in the bed next to your feet. That's stupid. You're doing it wrong. Don't put the fire next to your feet. I say this again. Don't put the fire <laughs> next to you. You put it in the bed earlier. I can't believe it. <laughs> Why aren't they just using an electric blanket? Yeah, God. seriously. <gasps> oh, you gossipy strumpet! To the gallows with you! Yes. <laughs> strumpet, strumpet. Nice use. Nice, nice. use. Thank you. That's a that's that's a word that should come back. Yeah, because <laughs> God knows we have. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> bringing strumpet back. I think they I'm bringing that. strumpet back. I think they use that in this movie. Yeah, I think they, 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 they already have. Are you, are you yeah. thinking of they already did use the word. No, poppet. they use poppet too. They they oh, use poppet is. You know, they use a number of those words in here where it's like that doesn't feel forced. That just feels right. She and I, called... it's been forever since I heard that word. But poppet. that's that belongs there. She gets called poppet so much they might as well just have her in the screenplay as that. As poppet. Poppet. Yeah. Poppet <laughs> runs to Will Turner. No. Yeah. Well, that's the Lee Ehrenberg thing. I mean, Lee Ehrenberg is—he's the one who keeps calling her Poppet. That's yeah. his little recurring thing. Where else have we seen? But Lee of course, Ehrenberg. he does like the you've seen him in a lot of things. You just haven't seen him with all that that much hair on him. Um, I worked with Lee on uh, Freaked of all things. He was the Eternal Flame in Freaked, and a really nice guy, a uh, very cool guy. Um, he was in uh, he was in the Crow, and I've already told my Crow story. I think on another commentary. Uh, you but... told that one on Hitchhiker's Guide. Yeah. Right? So. Um... And, well, that uh, makes sense. How that came up, I forget. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh, because because uh, we were talking about the office or something. I don't know. But the, and of course, the other fellow, like I said, this whose name I don't I don't get. But he's the he's the uh, he's the Dwight of the original British Office. Characters was a different name, but he was the he was the you know annoying dude that the the main character was the foil of. I think the character's called Garrett. Garrett. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah. So, <laughs> I know those guns the way that a car freak talks about en- yeah. an engine with a car passing by. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's a that's a five point one Mustang GT. Oh, and they added on the double carbon. The exhaust. You know, I I uh, 
I don't remember where I read this, but... You didn't even fake having joke knowledge very well. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> I don't remember where I read this, but actually there were some studies that show that, um, like, car enthusiasts, it, it's at the point, like, people... Most people, they just look at a car and they, like, recognize it as a car and right. stuff like that. But car enthusiasts, when they look at a car, it actually activates the same part of their brain that's usually reserved for face recognition. Oh, yeah. Like, really? that's how that's how specific their knowledge becomes, that they can tell the difference between cars the same way that most people can tell the difference between faces. Those people... Well, I'm, and I'm sure okay. it's probably the truth, whatever you're an enthusiast of. I'm sure, you, yeah. You know, that they, it's because it's... It's using that part. That's, oh, no, 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 that's no, no, no. The Car fact. enthusiasts are freaks. Yeah, and yeah no, there's judged. something wrong with them. Yes. Whereas, whereas people who can endlessly quote from movies are yeah. perfectly normal and acceptable. Yes, exactly. That's, that's always... <laughs> I, I love that there. cliche. I, I don't... It's, it's just this weird cliche of... Uh, okay, by the way... There they are. Yay! Yeah, see that thing that he's, he's making right now? Apparently that's been around for like 200 years and is the sigil of a pirate king or something. Wait, what? In the third movie, but yeah. we'll get back to that. Oh, yeah. right. Um... I just I just wanted to call it out. I'm like, see that shot where he's making it? No, he was <laughs> just so he clear. was just flicking off a uh, a little burr right. so that he could turn his eye without hurting himself. So here's another homage to the ride, yeah. basically the the sacking of the of Port Royal. Yeah, which which is now like no longer really even in there. Well, they've changed it because they used to be chasing women, and now they're chasing. Yeah, they politically correctified. Yeah. It. Now, they, they used even to though be, they're still selling women at one point, yeah, yeah. it's still a slave auction, but they, it's not, not they fair used to, to be, chase them. Yeah, they used you to can be, sell them, but you can't catch them in the wild. They, they, that's <laughs> the, they've been domesticated now, and let's get that straight. They, exactly. There's there's a, a poaching limit here. Yeah, now because they're endangered. <laughs> they're not know. selling them for sex. <laughs> once, once wenches yeah. were on the endangered well, list. To their dishes. Well, that's exactly the thing. Before What they did was before it used to be that they were chasing them around to – catch and rape them presumably and now they have food and now they have trays of food so they're chasing no because they still have the woman the 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 very nice woman out of all of it and you can hear show show your larboard but that's that yeah yeah, yeah. slave auction but that's a different the slave auction is still there but the but the chasing in a circle and then they have the the big woman who's still chasing you guys know the fuck out of that right we we were just there a while ago we have like well of course now it's been updated so jack sparrow's in the now it's updated so again not only is jack sparrow in the ride but every damn person is like have you heard jack sparrow's in town jack sparrow jack sparrow Jack Sparrow. It's like they he no. And then the, the Jack, other thing. And then the Jack Sparrow when you find yeah, you know, it's one of the you know really the next the new generation figures where it's like is that just Johnny Depp just like yeah. sitting there? It's freaky. Those are really good. What, yeah. What's they called? The active response, they something like there. that. Well, they, they, I don't know if they still call them. Sarcos uh, was a, Sarcos. a separate company that uh, that uh, based out of it. At the, you know, and again, these companies change and they change names and the the patents get sold off to different places. But Sarcos and they were based out of Salt Lake City when I went to go see them, and they had to, active compliance was the big breakthrough at that point. And that's where you like push it and it kind of moves. It's, out of it's the way. hydraulics, but it's hydraulics that actually has give to it. Um, so like when you program a robot to you know raise your arm, it kind of goes clang. But active compliance has this sponginess to it, so it's more like a person moves its arm. It's, it moves up, but then it kind of has its own little bounce and recoil to it. Which happy accident is perfect for Jack Sparrow's characterization. <laughs> yeah, I know because like, he's sorry. just sort of floaty. He's just yeah. like oh. so. So you can you know you get so much more free animation out of it because you can make the body shift from one side to the other, and all the appendages and the arms and fingers, everything kind of go like a person really does, and you don't have to program that. In the chat, uh, Braden says they took Johnny Depp out to the the ride after it was completed. <laughs> it apparently, was an uncanny, uh, uncanny valley thing. And he freaked out a little bit. Damn, yeah, I would imagine. He's like, so. um, I I just do I, not want. I am so glad that they did that gag right there. The whole thing of taking the sword off and fighting with it because that it just never had made any sense to me that you'd actually have an actually just it's decorative. Yeah, it's not gonna work. She gra- yeah, exactly. You think it's but no. Oh damn, damn it's it. Just a nope. thing. I'm boned. 
<laughs> this, this isn't a real sword at all. Damn it. All this time, I thought. It worked in Gremlins, but not here. In Gremlins, they have real swords, but here she didn't. But I love, I love again, that little reaction. And it turns into, like, they're saying witty dialogue later, but just... That little moment is one of the funniest things. He's like, we're not going to hurt you. The other guy's like, huh? And the guy's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's something we say, all right? And he's like, oh, I got you. And it's all completely nonverbal, but it's like, that's one of the funniest exchanges in this entire movie. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we're using code names. (laughs) Way back in the day, um, we were all on the same message board for Star Wars fan films, and there was a thread made. Right after this movie came out, comparing users on the fan films board to various people. And I forget who was who, but I know that Dorkman and Chris were on it. I was Norrington. You were Norrington. I don't remember what you were, uh. but I was the pirate that hates Parley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were, you were uh, Patel. Uh, it sucks. I can't remember which one's which. Does it really Pintel, matter? No. Uh, Pintel is the Pintel. Is Lee Ehrenberg, and Rigetti is the tall guy. The Rigetti is the tall guy. Okay. okay. He's the one that looks like spaghetti. Ah, there you that's go. That's one of the mnemonics you could use. He also looks like a rag doll. Anyway, Getty, horrible joke. Wah, wah. If you look up, if you look up Lee Ehrenberg, just you know, IMDb him, you'll see he's been in all kinds of stuff. He's one of those that guys. He's that mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Oh, he, there he is. That guy. He's that guy. It's just that he he doesn't look at all like he looks here. The the hair, especially. He was. I mean, he's, he was bald and uh, and freaked. Um, and and it's like, oh wait, I, for a second I was like, who's that guy? Oh, that's Lee. Oh, okay. What is it about Orlando Bloom that always he looks like a puppy? Mm-hmm. He just moves and looks like a puppy. That's why. That's why he works in a movie like this, where he's supposed to be like the the innocent, the innocent coming out of his shell. Whereas later, he's the badass, and it's like, no, you're still like, I can still tell when they Aww, say, "Oh, look how cute he thinks he's yeah. people." Exactly. <laughs> I can just imagine that's how Gore got good before. He just rubbed him behind his ears and ah, yeah, okay. Action shot. 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 Supposedly, that shot was actually done on the ride. Mickey like Mouse. it pans up to the, you know, of, of I CG, don't buy CG it. Sky. I've, see, I've seen, no, I've seen that trivia. The, that I don't think that's forced. I don't think that's the actual shot that they're referring to, though. There's a different oh, okay. one. If there's a different one, where, there's, what we're talking about is that there is a hidden long-standing Mickey. piece of, uh, of trivia that there's a hidden Mickey, which is a thing. At Disneyland, you can find hidden Mickeys everywhere and in some Disney movies. <laughs> and you and can this, find them even if they're not there. Right, and that's <laughs> what I, and if that was the shot that they're like, oh, hidden Mickey, I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> nope. You're just a little too eager. It might show up later, though. It's kind of like the good mirror universe of the people that look for the word sex in all of the yeah. Disney movies. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, the, it's the reverse of that. It's people looking for, you know, hidden good stuff. Well, sometimes people will try and justify something. Like, well, yeah, see, the way that that shot is, is blah, blah, blah. It's like, no no one is insane enough to have done that. Yeah. I mean, what is the that point said, of doing it that way? What was it, The Great Mouse Detective? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Where there's with the, with there's, the there's, there's there's uh, they're, yeah. they're flying past they're in the rescuers. plane and they're flying the rescuers. past the rescuers. We were just, That's right. we were rescuers just... down under. We were just talking about that the way. It's no, the, the original. Or the original. original. It's the original where they take off in the plane. They you they know. pass by some uh, some buildings and in one of the windows for two frames. One frame it's over here. Next frame it's over there, and then it's gone. It's Pornography. Uh, just a picture of porn. It's it's not porn. It's a it's a nude woman, which is not uh, porn. But okay, it's for the purposes of a Disney film. Pornography is in the eye of beholder, Mister. Yeah. Stokes. So and, and you're a, and you're a Quaker, apparently. <laughs> here's here's where it gets interesting. Where you're like, yeah, wait, like wait, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah. so he says, well, that is interesting, yeah. isn't it? He's like, oh, so that curse thing everyone's talking oh. about. That's a th- that's a that is a thing. I'm glad right. I'm here. Yeah. And he's, immediately he's like, I could use this to my advantage. Yeah. Ghost pirates, awesome. I don't know how, but by God, <laughs> one way or another, I can make this work. And right about here is where 
I'm just I, when I'm watching. I'm like, this movie is so much more epic than I thought it was going to be when yeah. I first saw it. It's like this is a huge freaking movie, and we haven't even seen Jeffrey Rush yet. Yeah, yeah. and it's just it's, it's and it's massive. Just that you know, making as we all know, just from you know, it's hard enough to get three people in a room and put a camera on them. Let's get 500 people on a real boat in uh, period costumes with a cannon fire at night. What do you say? I say about 140 million. Done. This is you know a huge movie, and it works. You know, it's actually, you know, Gore Verbinski, the mouse hunt dude, you know, managed to make an epic movie that that uh, was appropriately epic. And there he is. Yeah. And and he just saved a cat. Sort of. He has a weird. <laughs> well, the thing that sort of the thing that this uh, the thing the movie does is with Sparrow and with Barbosa and with the parlay thing is like they do have like, well, pirates are pirates, but there's the code. They have the, the code. code. That's how you can kind of that's that's what separates the good pirates from the bad pirates yeah. is the ones the good ones at least follow the code. And right here, Barbosa, he plays along for a little while and then he's finally like, nope, I'm actually smarter than you, believe it or not. So I out I outwitted you here. Where Sorry. you know, I win for a little while. Try again later. Why do they care if she drops it? Why do they all go, oh, no? Because, because they'd they, have to go find it. Well, and what does they it have do? to find it but other they, than send off a shockwave when it hits the water? No, they have to. The, this this is actually pretty, uh, central to the plot. They have to find all the pieces. Oh, of, it's one of the gold of, pieces. Yeah, it's ah, one of the gold yes, pieces. There you go. But if she now, drops if they, it, they can, they can go to the bottom. Yeah, of the, they, they can take a walk to the bottom. It might be kind of hard, like, you know, trying to find a contact lens on a basketball court. Yeah. Well, of course, she doesn't know. I mean, I think I think the, actually the way the scene is going, they're kind of like, eh, it's not that big a deal. It's uh-huh. annoying. <laughs> and now, but now, they, she's, they now just, she knows. They yeah. just panicked a little bit. They're like, so who cares? Whatever. And she's yeah. like, oh, okay. And they're like, <laughs> then. Uh, so, but still, it's like it's like, well, it's not. We just go down there and walk around till we find it. I really do love his performance as Barbosa in this film, though. He's like so weird and affected, but it it works perfectly for the character. He's got he's got this sort of insanity to him, but he's he's always thinking, trying. He's always trying to like keep up with where Jack is, yeah. just by pure accident. Well, we we talked about this in another uh, movie not that long ago about how you know as crazy and cheesy a movie as you're making, if you can convince a really good actor to show up, right? Sometimes you get just something amazing. Yeah, he'll out class of it. the joint right up. <laughs> he totally classed yeah. it. Yeah. Which of of course is is uh, what what Bill Nye did with uh, Davy Jones as well, but we'll, yeah, we'll get maybe, to that. For no kidding, but uh, and then and you were saying we can make the movie more expensive. Yeah, monkey. Yeah, there's a yeah. monkey with key things that he has to do. Because <laughs> if it was a parrot, we would all hate them. That's true. <laughs> that what? That would that would have been a no. Well, of course, if you ever spent more than three minutes in the company of a parrot, you immediately go, "I'd rather have a monkey or anything <laughs> than whatever the hell this thing is." Birds are very loud. And my favorite line. Guidelines and rules? Yeah. yeah. We quote that thing so often. Well, I, I, I liked I, it when it was in Ghostbusters. Yeah. I just I just like the bit where, where he's he's like she's she thinks she's outsmarting him. He's like, nope. First of all, we didn't get that in writing. Second of all, it doesn't actually count. I was just playing along. And third, even if it did, fuck it. <laughs> Phoenix to... Wright pops out of anywhere and goes, objection! <laughs> you have to ask for absolution, asshole. This is bullshit. Can you imagine being in this world where they have a 8-foot by 10-foot map? How much does that map cost to get across the ocean and out here to get it made in the first place, to get it printed accurately and all the little words on it? And he comes up, throws a little pissy fit, knives it. Yeah. Puts a hatchet right in the center of it. Well, that's to show just how upset he is. You knived- I think he's just being an asshole. You knived my map. 
Damn you. Everyone does that all the time. They get pissed off and they're like, we're going there. And they stab yeah. the map with yeah. their, what? their knife. Why do you have to stab the map? <laughs> it's going to make it harder to think, find. Think, now we've destroyed the area with the coordinates. We, I mean, we yeah. can figure it out, but if we you should, keep we, doing that. We should update that and have it happen with like an iPad. Yeah. Like you got Google Maps open. We're going here. Clang. Yeah. Could you not do that with the dagger? That yeah. would be so much better. Give me another iPad. Yeah. All right, you're paying for that. <laughs> you're totally paying that's, for that's that. the out of the scene. Yeah. Just you're paying for that. <laughs> Here's where we're going. Clank. Oh, sorry. I thought it was. I'm you know. sorry. I'm used sorry. to the map. I was. Thing. I was. At the, I forget. Digital. Right. right I like. Right. I like that connection right there between Norrington and Turner because it shows that Norrington's at least human and not this flat military guy. He's like, look, dude, I sympathize with you, but guess what? I'm getting that booty. You're not helping. Yeah. <laughs> and we had a map a second ago. So just get that map. <laughs> right. Now I have to get another map. So if you'll excuse me, give me about ten months. Yeah, and we're gonna lose a bunch of sailors. Don't sail towards that hole in the map. We'll fall into the ocean. Oh my God! That's where the, the big Owen found down. the TFN Pirates cast thread. Oh God! Oh dear! Oh, right. Who's who? I'm finding. I'm Someone finding. found it. Thank you, Owen. Let's see here. And now, like, three people in the audience and the four of us are not going to care about the next three minutes of discussion. There, there's a person in this room who doesn't know what the hell you're referring <laughs> to. Barbosa is Hanel. Will Turner oh. is Ryan. I'm, I'm Barbosa. I thought I was Norrington. Nope, you're, Jack's, uh, you're Barbosa. Uh, Ryan Weber is Will Turner. Uh, Dorkman Scott is pirate number three. I'm the pirate that hates parlay, so what up? Yeah, you are. Yeah. No, wait. He's pirate number three? What? You're not even a real thing, dude. Sorry. <laughs> No, I'm the cool pirate number yeah, three. Yeah, the good one, though. The, yeah, the, the black dude that slapped Elizabeth. Okay, and... and, and <laughs> the back, lovable one. And if we could just back up a sec, and what the hell are you talking about? What is this? There was a thread There was a thread on the Forest.net fan film sports where someone said, if we were to recast Pirates of the Caribbean with TFN fan film forum members, who would they be? I see. Who was Trey? Was Trey on I, the list? I don't think I was... Trey's uh, not on the list. I'm not, as, I'm not as well known. I, didn't, I don't post that much. Yeah, but so Trey not, is totally a Samantha. I'm not an... <laughs> I would be the governor. I think. I think I'd be the. You know. I, I still insist that Jack Sparrow is you slowed down. I I was I was wondering if that was going to come up. Oh, for sure. You thought I wasn't <laughs> going to bring it up. Jack just... Sparrow on caffeine is Trey Stokes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I did that impression. What you was think it? I get more chicks though? Yeah. It's a uh, celebration four. I did it for like three people, I, and I got yeah. a big reaction out of it. I actually have seen the impression of me via Jack Sparrow, a la Chris Hannell, and uh, huh. it's it's like okay, okay, I. Not to brag, I but it's, it's a sight to behold. It is. It, is quite, it was quite striking. Um, there was a, the moment there, speaking of Jack kind of slowing down, uh, uh, there, there's a moment where he's talking with Will and he realizes who Will is. And it's the first time that he hasn't been kind of a total spaz. And he's like, Will, that's an interesting name. Probably named after your father, right? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And there's just, he doesn't move. He, and he just goes, and he's just looking at the ground and he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> All right, change okay. mind. <laughs> like, and it's like, j- because that's the only moment that Jack has been still. It's like, oh, something is going on here. Without having to tell us what. Okay, the physics of this, not so much as Mythbusters. Yeah, has uh, pointed out. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, the, the idea that Wait, you, you I saw this in Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, that you can't, the air trapped under it would float you. You wouldn't actually be able to walk. Yeah. They which, actually, makes, which makes me ask the question, how did they shoot it? I, I imagine it's not full of air. I imagine they're yeah. probably just on scuba gear or something. Oh, oh wow. Someone said, I think Chris Hanna would be good for Will Turner, apart from the whole sex appeal thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Snap. This is why we can't have nice chat rooms. By the way, these posts come from uh, December 23rd, 2003, in the wee hours of the morning. Well, then I guess Figures. I agree with the statement. 
So you, why weren't you guys out in line to see Haunted Mansion? I don't know. They, they did just come out in November, so surely the uh, lines were still forming. The true fans were saw not it still at midnight, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> if I quote enough movies, the internet will love me. <laughs> this is a really good moment because it's one of those things where it's like I could see a lesser movie just going, yeah, they totally take the Dauntless. The two of them sail off. And but they turn into this 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 whole plot that actually kind of works. Mm. This guy is such a cock. <laughs> I rarely describe people as cocks because that word is a very specific and, personality. And he he just, is a cock, and he just cocked his pistol. So you'll never make it out thing. of the bay. Yum, 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 yum. Yum. It's like, and then you. All right, now check this guy. Out. The really really handsome guy that's with Norrington yeah. has a crush on Jack Sparrow the entire series. Watch <laughs> for it; it keeps happening. <laughs> yeah. He starts off sort of like, oh, that's interesting. And then later he's like, that's the best part I've ever seen. And in the third movie, he's like, I will straight up let that dude brick on my face. Yeah. <laughs> Watch for it. It's in the film. He says it. He actually, His words, not mine. Additionally, he is fucking amazingly handsome. Maybe he's Figwit in Lord of the Rings. I agree. Is he Figwit? He's not Figwit? Oh, no. Lord of the Rings? Uh, no. No. Don't recognize you I probably that. don't even know who I'm talking about. By the way, we, just passed, the, uh, we just passed that shot of when J- uh, J- Jack Sparrow turns around and smiles, which was the wallpaper of every woman on the planet for about two years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at that smile. <laughs> Pirate. Yeah. I love, and I love that bit where he's like, yeah, but we got a ship now, so it's cool. Yep. This is so clever. Yeah, that's like, the thing. It's like it's and it's not based on stupid movie logic. Mm-hmm. At least uh, uh, to a large degree. I mean, it's you want Steve Zahn to go. There's no way that should have worked. But yeah. at least, well, it's it's a viable. They didn't plan. jump the interceptor over the Grand Canyon and yeah. escape yeah. into the wind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They didn't like <laughs> act, activate the rocket engines, which apparently his crazy uncle inventor had attached to them or anything like. No, that. it's and not R two D two. And I, I love also the fact that everyone's been. The the setup is as well. Everyone's like that is the fastest ship in in yeah. the entire navy. So he's like, oh well, then obviously we should yeah. grab that one if we can. Yeah. And so we'll steal this one so we can get our that get that one. Get that one, and now we're in the fastest ship, so no one's going to be able to catch us. It's kind of like, well, that's like, well written. Who yeah. who saw that coming in this movie? It's fun. That doesn't belong here? Yes. Okay. This is supposed to be a stupid thing based on a theme park ride starring a gay transvestite Who wants to play physics? Does the ship explode when the other ship taps it? No. (laughs) The little boat gets bumped out of the way, and people go, hey, the boat hit us. They don't jump out. No, it's being, it's giving ground under. It's not exploding, but it's being pulled under. Now, that guy just said. That might happen, yeah. But that guy just said that's the best part I've ever seen just after hearing his superior officer saying that's the worst (laughs) part I've ever seen. I don't think I'd have the balls to. I mean, that's basically just saying. You have never had a crush the size of this man's crush. I I think that's just basically. Oh, yeah, Norrington? Well, fuck you. It's like, it's like if when when Kennedy announced, uh, we, we, we'll go to the moon. Go on. The okay. guy next to him was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that's gonna. Guys, happen. Jack's been drinking. Hold on. <laughs> it almost seemed like you hadn't thought that one through. Yeah. What like, you, it was like when Kennedy announced. Uh, uh, no, I was trying. To, <laughs> I was trying to remember the line, and it's, uh, "Why does Rice play Texas? We choose to." Pff, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Whoa! Someone like pulls yeah. him away. Stop! 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 stop that actually stop. would be funny that there was a guy you know, back over his left shoulder, slightly out of focus. You kind of goes. You, you can see. You can clearly see him mouthing, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of rolls his eyes. <laughs> yeah. He's always on about the goddamn moon. <laughs> Jesus. Oh boy. I think I I I I'm curious about the subtitles in this because I, they I think they have the just mis- I, I believe they just things. misspelled Scallywag and they had the unless it's right out of the script they had the weirdest spelling of the name Murtog earlier 
which was like, are you just doing this phonetically? Wait, <laughs> isn't Scallywag spelled Scalowag? Yeah. Okay. What, uh, maybe what, maybe what, they were trying to. Did they have some know. J's in it or it something? Was, they, they just, the subtitles just spell it S-C-A-L-L-Y-Wag. Scallywag. Oh. And I, I, this, is, this is a great scene because you get where Jack is coming from and you're like, yeah, actually, that you know, that's the bad guy way of doing it, but it's also the smart way. You know, he's like, uh, 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 Will was like, in a fair fight, I kill you, and Jack's like, then why would I fight fair? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, we 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 already left the joke, but there was a good line in the chat from Frank. He's like, the speaker of the house is behind J, uh, JFK, just doing the jerk off motion. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure he was of the opposition. We party. choose to go to the moon. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah again so with anyway. the moon. Someone just shoot this guy. Whoa. <laughs> what? Too soon? No, actually, you're good. <laughs> okay. No, I checked. I checked. Statute of limitations. Okay, mm-hmm. we're, yeah. we're clear. Okay. We're, we're coming up on the AIDS jokes too. Okay, we got those awesome. in like three years. Oh, awesome! Because I got so many, I've been saving up. <laughs> do, a little bit. Do, do, I was do, worried do, right, do, when do, I saw that the first time. I was worried that we're going to do the skull thing here. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's going to be shaped like a skull. No, stop. Please. I love that it's just anarchy in the streets. <laughs> well, this <laughs> is this count. is the uh, this is another <laughs> reference to the red. Especially we're, that right there. Right we're there. collective communist work. There's another one. <laughs> we're an autonomous collective. <laughs> Every two weeks we meet. To <laughs> we take it in turns and sort of act as an executive officer for the week. <laughs> it has to be ratified by a council. Yeah, yeah, with a majority vote in the case of purely internal affairs. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, this is the one joke that I think comes back a few too many times. Yeah. The slapping and the yeah. thing. Well, it's such a trailer moment that they have to have one in every yeah. movie. It's a good joke. Well, then though. just film it and don't put it in the movie and just say, "Oh, we cut Do it." Do a shave. Yeah, this is this is fun. It's just in in this movie. I'm like, well, no, it, it's only like three times in this there's, movie. There's so another. Okay. There's another. Uh, yeah, rule of threes. But but it's right. No, sleeping with the pigs. Yeah, yeah, sleeping with the pigs. And he's really sleeping with pigs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those are some big ass pigs. Oh God! What did and he not say? In a metaphorical way. What did he like, say when he woke up? Century. That was like one of my favorite things. I was like, I wanted to train myself to scream that whenever Mother, I woke mother's up. Mother's love. What? Uh, wh- whatever he said. I can't. I didn't. When catch he woke it. up. Yeah, I missed it too. There oh, happens to someone be someone in the sound. chat. Figure out what it is that Gibbs says right when he gets splashed with yeah. water and wakes up. <laughs> hey, so stop splashing me with complete. water. Quit that. That'll about do it. Now I don't think. I don't think. Bucket. Just for the hell of it. Johnny Depp saves the joke because I don't think Orlando Bloom nails it. But Johnny Depp saves it with the whole. Yeah, okay. Anyway, whatevs. I think I, I think the I think why that joke doesn't really land is because he sets it up with the "I'm already awake." Matt Fedeveda oh. says, "Curse you for breathing, you slack jawed idiot." That's the that's God, the okay. one. I love that. Which sounds like something out of Firefly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it would have been in Chinese. I was going to do a Chinese Firefly line, but then I realized I can't say any of them. <laughs> I think I think any of Mal's lines from Firefly would sound great as read by Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. Or Raul Duke. Time comes and men won't be, naughty men won't be able to slip about anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Something like that. I want to see that. I want to see. <laughs> yeah? uh-huh. Let's remake see season one of Firefly with Johnny, with Depp, Johnny Depp as, as Jack as... Sparrow as Mal. Yeah. I, I can't. That would be like that would I, be like a nerd perfect storm. Yes, I can't, <laughs> that would no, be amazing. It'll never happen. You know why? Because it would mean that Nathan Fillion's not in Firefly, and the entire oh, internet and, 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 would implode. And what, what half of the internet would go to war with the other half yeah. of the internet? Like oh, if, oh. I haven't seen arguments like this since Mike versus Joel. <laughs> ah, don't even. Oh my God! God. <laughs> Here they come. You know I think Mike's really better than Joel in Ministry Studies. No. In a thousand years, it will be called the Great War. The Great War. <laughs> People talk about it like Vietnam. Crusades, even. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. 
Yeah, it'd be like the Futurama episode. That's why. That's why no one's ever heard of Pirates of the Caribbean or Mystery Science or Firefly. Savvy is a Jack Sparrow uh, invention, or I'm sorry, a Johnny Depp invention. That was one of his lines. Savvy, <laughs> leverage. I love that show. <laughs> well, he didn't invent. He didn't invent the the word. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. use of the word. But he it just, wasn't in the script. He just, he just, he just turned that into his own catchphrase. Yeah. There is a kind of a Firefly thing because you're in this like, this is a weird cross-cultural thing. You know, yeah. it's like these guys have these weird – and, of course, later they go deeper and deeper into it in the, in the sequels where it's like, you know, here are the Chinese pirates and here are the Malaysian pirates and here are the pirates from France. And, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, wow, okay. Yeah, the pirates from Silicon Valley. Yeah, so <laughs> we're, the, we're the pirates of the, the Southern Caribbean, which is – we're like the pirates of the Caribbean but a little more spice in our how food. Your, how was your soccer, soccer match against the pirates of Northern Caribbean? <laughs> It was a draw. Well, there was rioting, and then we played. <laughs> there was a riot, and then a soccer match yeah, broke out. Yeah, soccer match Final tally, out. 14 injured, 3 dead. <laughs> it's like Blood Bowl. One person knows what that is in the chat room. Just the amount of time these guys have to sit in the chair every day and get their teeth done. Yeah. <laughs> to look like this. Yeah, they're British. They had to work their way up. Lee's not <laughs> British, but, but the other fellow. And anyway, you know, it's cool. I'm glad. I'm proud of Kira Knightley because she's starting to not look like Natalie Portman anymore. <laughs> Yeah, well done. Yeah, good, good, good for you. Keep Actually, I feel up. like that's a that's a problem. It's like a medical condition. You don't look as much like Natalie Portman. <gasps> how long do I have? <laughs> you've got, you've got how long call, until I look like Hayden? You've got what we call black swan disease. Black swan, black pearl, Elizabeth. Oh, it all makes too much sense. Yeah. No, it was touch and go there. Clearly, for a while, she was right in the bubble here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. I I love that everything's moving around. And he's like pouring wine, but moving with the sh- the glass because nice he knows touch, how it's yeah. going and stuff. Well, he's no landlubber. And and the the lubber. That's why I said. And the way he's he's getting off on her eating right here, he's like eat eat that next, eat it. And I like how they uh-huh. saved the sexy weirdness of the moment just by having a cut of the monkey being. Yeah, like, the monkey kind of going, don't yeah. eat, don't eat. I I I regretted eating the apple myself. Don't do it. The monkey's <laughs> like bad dates. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't eat that apple. And it's only, but it is only with the apple. That's about the same. Well, as soon as she's like shoving food in her face, you're like, you don't know if it's poison or whatever. And then when he's obsessed with like, now eat this. It's like, wait a second. Wait, whoa, yeah, whoa, wait, whoa. wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Do I do I have a webcam on me right yeah. now? Yeah. Are you selling this? I grew up with this. Is my family it's label. Rule thirty four on the open seas. <laughs> <laughs> eat the apples next. When you're okay, okay. easy there. Hey. And, and then she bit into the juicy apple. Yeah. And <laughs> it's wait, what? I, I'm writing that... a fic about this. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna write a slash pirate slash apple fic. Although in the chat room, Braden. <laughs> <laughs> in the chat room, Braden points out a, a good point. Oh, poison apple in a Disney movie's been done before. So yeah, yeah. that's well. I think that was that was supposed to be the cue, and then there's yeah. a reversal where he's like, "Poisoned? You're retarded. If I wanted to <laughs> kill comes... you, I'd stab you in the face." Here comes the here comes the moment. Or just out. throw you off the side. Or just throw you off the side. What are you gonna do? You got a you got a sword in there somewhere? Actually, she does. She's. she's got I feel like all this there. fire is a bad idea because the candles are just on plates that are on the tables. Yeah, everything is just kind of moving around, which, like we said, is a nice touch. Everything is made of wood, and everything is lit by fire. Does anyone see a problem with this? <laughs> yeah. Well, at least they'll be able to put it out rather quickly. Yeah. And I half expected it to be made of Kevlar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why don't they use Kevlar and LEDs like so, like normal people? Seriously, she put that thing in the bed, and that was going to burn her feet. 
<laughs> so she's fireproof. We've said that was the hint. We, we've established it. We've oh established. shit! That she's from Heroes. Yes, she's the fireproof girl. That so, takes on a whole. Save new the thing governor's now. daughter. Save the world. So the we, governor's we got daughter. It's a. It's about an hour in, and it's now. It's like, and this is the story of the movie. Yeah. Or the plot. Well, now, it's, now it's, we finally know what's going on. Sid here. Field would call it the midpoint, where yeah. it's like, okay, you kind of, you know, there's a plot in motion. It's like, okay, Johnny Depp, and he wants a thing, and then it's we have daughter, but, but then it's like. But then there's also ghost pirates. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and here's where they came from. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. So, they, so far the pacing of this is dead on though. This is good. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, at this point, there's been so much fun and stuff that at this point it's no longer exposition. It's answering questions that you want them to answer. Yeah. Say, you know, what's the thing already? Tell yeah. me for heaven's yeah, sake. The pirates are the the ghost pirates are the answer to the question, not the original. Oh hey, ghost pirates. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because it took us like a good 40 minutes before we were like, ghost pirates, huh? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, sure. (laughs) And they're talking about, we were talking about the fire and all that stuff. And uh, Zarban points out, well, everything burned down before electricity. Chicago, for example. And then the lights like London that time. And then London that time. And then London that time. (laughs) London that time. (laughs) Actually, it is funny that that we're talking about it. And Peshtigo. I I don't know that it was this set, but one of their sets did accidentally catch fire. I think it was the caves at the end. Okay. Yeah, which seems odd, yeah. <laughs> but of course the caves would be is, made of styrofoam. And, and this is that's a great. Uh, I think that's I think that's one of the reasons I decided I loved Barbosa is he was like, okay, just for just for curiosity, what were you gonna do after you killed me? <laughs> what was the next? Yeah, step? Well, I was like, he takes a break out of being crazy to be like, what? 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 Yeah. yeah. He's what like, did you think was gonna happen? What? I was gonna name myself Captain. Clearly. Yeah. Step He's three. Like, prophet. <laughs> He's like, let's say that worked. What's what then? No, it's like <laughs> stab pirate question mark. Step three yeah. profit. This this part here seems low gratuitous. Yeah, this <laughs> part this part <laughs> is, is the all... most the, uh, theme park ride. Yeah, what are they doing exactly? We're yeah. we're showing off that we're ghost pirates. Yeah. We're showing off our amazing now the work visual here. Effects. This is very good work. It's a ama- and, and yeah, again pirates. it's like for for you know ninety two thousand three. Yeah, two thousand. You know, it's like again this is like not only is this amazing, it's like it's groundbreaking at the time we're like my god look, the totally moving freewheeling camera not to mention that one shot where Barbarossa comes into the light and which it's just is coming up yeah, yeah. the transformation up. but the fact that you know it's like there's 40 ghost animated dudes in a you know in a real set it's like oh my god yeah and they're all they it's very much uh and you done know, in less they, than a year far less than a year it's yeah. just like blah no like it was a couple months yeah it was, this is, it was ridiculous which i believe if you do much... the math is far less than a year <laughs> All right. so uh it's like you know it's just insane it's like this shouldn't have been possible you know much less you know a good movie yeah it, it this really nails the point home it's like okay now we understand what the bad guys are after that's important and i totally get it and this this is a great this is a great line in general but it was also a great moment uh, in the trailer. Now, do you think they got John Aston to come back just to play this role when he turns into a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's like oh, cold. Right out of the Frighteners. Uh, and, That's uh, true. It's the judge from the Frighteners. This was, uh, you know, a, as a precursor to Davy Jones, although they didn't really know they were going to do Davy Jones. They're, you know, match moving or match animating these these characters to real performances for the most part it's not as sophisticated as uh, as it became with davy jones oh with Dave, and with davy jones you see the behind the scenes on that and you're just like freaking i mean the the amount of tracking data that they're using oh, yeah. in that and now i didn't put this together until uh, way later but not only avatar and star trek but uh zoe what's her name 
Dave. Saldana is in Saldana. this. She's in this franchise too. That's true. She, that she, chick she's is the, a her. sea witch, right? Yeah, yeah. no, she's the one. She's, no, no, not Tia Dalma. She's oh. the one who has the hat that she gets pissed off and slaps Jack again here in a second. That's fucking Neytiri and Uhura. Yeah, she was in this the whole time. We didn't notice <laughs> the whole time. Shit. She was hiding. The Zaldana is coming from inside the film. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, it's like how uh, you know Glenn Close was a pirate in Hook. Yeah, she was that guy. She was caught, no, basically. Not the boo box. There's not the, the boo box. Yeah, see, there's the guy. Here's the guy. Even even the pirates go, oh, this dude's got a freaking parrot. Come on. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but then they're like, oh, because he's got no tongue. It's like, oh, that's... Oh, oh, oh. Okay. That's way fucked up, but the bird's okay now. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. How does the bird know what to say exactly? Uhura, report. Yeah. <laughs> she demonstrates excellent oral sensitivity in this film. She does. She's not particularly... There we go. That that's still funny. Although he doesn't quite pull off this line. I suppose you didn't deserve that. It's like no, that's a little of a line. Zoe Saldana. I mean, she's it's like she's right up there with. I mean, this is amazing. She's right up there with Harrison Ford as as far as being in massive franchises. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was it? And Sam Jackson too. Yeah. Well, she. I I think she falls into the the Mark Hamill postulate. Like Jeff. <laughs> she. It's the triumvirate of Zoe Saldana, Mark Hamill, and Jeff Goldblum. Just because they're in the movie doesn't mean that's the reason you went to see it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. she's good. Or the reason you'll go to see the next thing they do because I see you know, movie, I see everything she's Goldblum. done that isn't Avatar or Pirates of the Caribbean, you know. And now she's in the Expendables, and no one cared. Uh, so she was. Yeah, she, was she was the lead of the. She was the well, Expendables. They, they made a big deal of her. No, they, whatever no, that. No, the other thing. Yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. the hell that thing was called. Oh yeah, it was like the based on based on a yeah. you know, the the losers or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah, the Explodables. Yeah, really. Again, it's based on a beloved comic franchise. And it starts Zoe Saldana of Star Trek and Avatar. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, Sam Neill. It's going. I was in Jurassic Park. Anyone remember? Your Mark Hamill thing is that people won't go see the movie if just because Mark Hamill's in it. No, no, no it's a it's, lot of times you won't even know he's in it, and then he'll show up. The, it's like what? There was a line. Uh, it was an article in Entertainment Weekly about Jeff Goldblum, and like one of the very first lines was saying that uh, people went to see Independence Day because Jeff Goldblum was in it. Was like saying that people went to see Star Wars because of Mark Hamill. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I was. Gonna, I was going to say Mark Hamill's been in like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give me a second. Slipstream. The Big Red One. Big Red One, he's great. I mean, right around Star Wars, he did several movies which were good, but they weren't hits. Big Red One is great. Stingray is silly fun. Um, and, and Slipstream. And Slipstream, but that was later. Um, but, awesome. uh, but Big Red One is worth is worth seeing. Yeah, Big Red One is actually really Slipstream good. is my favorite bad movie. Everyone's in it. It's directed by the guy who just made Tron. The lead is Mark Hamill, and it's about a future where they fly on hang gliders. It's adorable. <laughs> is this – I can't quite remember – it's funny because they never really explain where he got the compass or anything, but you just – by this point, you've seen the ghost pirates and everything. You're like, fine. The Whatever. compass just works the way Mag- it does. And then they world. keep bringing it back up throughout yeah. the entire franchise, but they never really talk about it. Yeah. that At that point, the compass starts changing rules, and, and I'm not Well, they've got – there's but... a magical map, and there's, you know, this is, it becomes like Wonderland stuff. It's right. It's like, oh, there's magic stuff around. There's there's Aztec gold that uh, – What does, know, does – I, I forget what the um, – is the compass pointing towards the pearl or the island? It's it, the it, island, it's, right? Well, it's pointing towards whatever he wants most, which is... Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's what it becomes. That's right. Which later is why Beckett wants it in the beginning of right. the third movie. Yeah. Because it points to Davy Jones' heart. He wants to get Davy Jones so he can control the sea. So it's like an atheliometer, but easier to deal with. Yeah. Or like a thermometer, but not at all. <laughs> like a thermometer <laughs> because it ends in meter, but, but doesn't. I want Again, know. I'm worried about the skull thing. Don't yeah. be a skull. Don't be a skull. Don't be a skull. Oh, God, don't be a skull, please. 
It, okay. There's the crossbone right there. You yeah, know exactly. they're going for I'm it. Like, no, that is the skull. That is. Yeah. That's the it's the two eyes yeah. and the nose. If you look back at it, that's No, if you if you look and there's a hidden you Mickey this? in there. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I'm smacking Mike. <laughs> Don't look at the camera. I'm smacking Mike. The, the power of look radio away. is very compelling. Yeah, exactly. Turn your face to the wall while we smack Mike. Chris is wearing a top hat. <laughs> and a monocle. And he's smiting him with his cane. All those sharks, those are pirates too. Shark pirates! Shark pirates! Ghost shark pirates! The, Ooh. the, the noonday sun shows us for what we really are. <laughs> Ghost shark pirates. You put Obama in sunglasses in that shot, you have the coolest thing ever. <laughs> no matter how cool you are. Pirate ship, cool as ghosts, this. sharks. Obama in sunglasses. Obama, Obama sunglasses, sunglasses, done. And Bart Simpson, and you're good to go. What is that guy's problem? Exposition. Uh, but this is this an exposition report. But this is also a great exposition scene because at the end of it, you're like, I'm not sure if any of that was true. <laughs> yeah. We spent that whole scene, and I think it was probably bullshit. But it's doing in a fact, good job of mythologizing Jack Yeah, Sparrow. and in fact, as we discover later, it's totally bullshit. At least half of this is bullshit. So he's the unreliable expositional narrator. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, he's swigging out of a, a little flask every so often. How reliable do you expect so him to be? So he's hammered. He's a hammered yeah. narrator. The hammered narrator, yes. <laughs> I know I told you the story, but I was drunk at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but So now I'll tell you it different. So, cause... no, I told you already. He, his dad <laughs> used to be an auto repair man. <laughs> and, no, didn't I say that? What did I say last time? Yeah, wait, no, go back. I'm going to, you know <laughs> what, I'm going to no, have... You know what? You're okay. I like you. I'm going to do that. I'm going to have a really important exposition scene in a movie where the guy is totally fucked up and is like, is like no, okay, okay. So, okay. So the kyber crystal. No, so yeah. Dark Vader's yeah. your father. Uh, yeah. Wait, then wait. There, yeah, so, so, um, so, and then he's your, because he's your father. Did I not say, okay, wait, go back. Um, <laughs> so... By the way, I want you to have this. There's, an, <laughs> there's another. No, I, I made this for you. There's another. Shut up! I'm talking. <laughs> well, there's no. another Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, you must come to Alderaan. Or not. Whatever. What, no, oh, it's, is, or your sister must come to some. Wait. No, it's you. It's you. <laughs> no, it has oh, to, wait. No, I gave up the other movie. Oh, come crap. to. Uh, okay, wait. No, okay. Hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't remember ever owning a droid. <laughs> and scene. I don't remember what I had for breakfast. <laughs> Is it breakfast? I said stop wasting my time. What, ha <laughs> what happened around me? That would be. It would be the kind of thing where I'd like. I'd want to drag that on just long <laughs> yes. enough until the audience is like, yeah, "Okay, this guy's wasting our time," <laughs> yeah. and then and then end it. What is this scene about? Exactly. Yeah. My drunken dinner with Andre. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic to the exposition of your movie delivered by a drunk. Yeah. That you didn't quite even get. Yeah. So okay, this is this is you, actually. Yeah. Fear and Loathing does that. No, true. Okay. There Fair you enough. Go. I was with Johnny I, Depp. See how it all full circle. I, I actually didn't mention this uh, at the beginning, but this is this is the movie that made me first articulate the idea of a perfect movie. Oh, really? What's um, a perfect movie? Because <laughs> go on the the idea of a movie that that keeps every promise it makes to you. Because I had to distinguish that from like the best movie. Because I'm like, well, there's not a a single best movie. And like, what? I'm not. Of course, <laughs> there is. Unaccompanied minors. Jaws. <laughs> 
and and I was I was looking Citizen at Kane, this. Citizen Kane, yeah. Citizen Kane. I was looking at this, and I'm like, I don't think this is the best movie I've ever seen, but I can't fault it on any point. But it's, right. best, you know? but it's the best movie that it is. Yeah, it's the best movie that it was trying to be. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's that's when I was like, okay, that's a perfect movie. It made, and it was it was starting in this uh, sequence that I did it, and this is this is how specific it was in my mind because I was sitting there watching the movie. And I look at this, not here, but but like the big cavernous treasure room that they have. And there's all these, you know, the way it's designed, it's all smoky and shafts of light and stuff like that. And I literally saw that scene and I was like, all right, we've got that that room. We've had the sword fight earlier. If there is not a climactic sword fight in that room with skeleton (laughs) ghost pirates going in and out of shafts of light, (laughs) fuck this movie. (laughs) And sure enough... That's the climax of the movie, and yeah. I'm like, they got everything. Yeah. yeah. They fucking nailed everything. Score, they did it. <laughs> to go back, you were, like, you guys have had this conversation about perfect movies on this show before, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, the, the two that come to mind to me are Jaws and Raiders. Oh, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Jaws and Raiders. Which I believe if you listen to those commentaries, we identify them as so such. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm not exactly, you know, mining untread ground. I think, uh, I was say just on the topic, because um, it's got to rewatch it again. I think, to me, the, pan- the Pantheon, and again, you could suggest another movie, and maybe I go, oh, that one too. But the perfectest of the perfectest of the perfect movies still to me is Shaun of the Dead. Mm. Okay, like, yeah. There's, there's not Absolutely. a frame that isn't right in that yeah. movie. I mean, yeah. you can't point to a single bloody thing in that movie, pardon the expression, that just like isn't like exactly what it should have been. You know, it's it's amazing. But this one too. Barbosa for president. Yeah. I have to imagine <laughs> I love I love the idea. There's eight hundred eighty two gold pieces. I love the idea that he gives this speech fucking every time. Yeah. And he God, says, we've heard this thing so many times. He always says Cortez himself. Not always, but like it's Cortez himself. Right. It's never just Cortez. Yeah. Cortez himself. Cortez himself. Skip to the end. There's, there's. Did you guys ever used to watch uh, Boston Legal? No, I heard good things. There, but. there was a guy. This, this guy is uh, giving a speech to his, uh, his the guy that he's defending, and he says, "Look, now that I got you this judge, he's really sympathetic." And he's going to give you probation, but he's going to give you a speech about Ray Charles. He says it every single time. Don't laugh. (laughs) If you laugh, he'll put you in prison for a year, okay? Don't laugh. And he starts giving this speech, and everyone in the audience, everyone in the courtroom is just like, you know, because they've heard it. And it's just so ridiculous. He's a white guy talking about race. And lecturing about how Ray Charles had a gift, and you should use your gift, and he just starts busting out laughing. It's like like Vogon poetry scene. Yeah, you know, it's like... the guy that played Odo in Deep Space Nine. He's the judge. Oh, um... Ren- Rene, really long French name yes. that I can never pronounce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Abujinois. Abujinois. Yeah, weird fetishization of apples is yeah. Yeah. just awesomely creepy in this movie. It makes a kind of it makes cultural sense because it's like, you know, well, apples would not be native to the area particularly. Oh and, yeah. You know, it's kind of like, wow, a fresh apple is a hard thing to get. Oh yeah. But but I mean they, I, I think he's talking strange, about sex too. Strangely, uh they do the same with strawberries and firefly. That's what true. is this movie trying to tell us about Firefly? It's making me re examine Firefly. No. Pirates was like, guys, there was a show no one saw it. Let's do something. Let's do something. Let's do something. <laughs> If we can just find, like, the actor, like, that guy in the background, he was in the scene in Firefly. Then we would have our link. And I, and and no, right here, nice. great work. They managed to establish and make a joke out of it. Like, they don't just they don't just up and kill her and put all this, you know, dump yeah. all her blood. Because it's like, well, clearly you wouldn't you, need to do that. And you don't kill Kieran Knightley one hour through the yeah. movie. So they just – but she, 
he literally just gives her a little, practically just a little nick on her hand. She's freaking out because she thinks he's going to, like, slit her throat or whatever. Just a little nick on the hand. And even she's like, seriously, that was it? Like, yeah. you made this whole thing and you're just going to cut my hand a little? Come on. In the chat, More drama. In the chat, Zarban says, waste not. In other words, I'm saving you to rape you after I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that changes things. Thank you, Zarban. Yeah. I don't think, I think Jeffrey Rush is asexual. He fucks apples, but that's not a thing. So it's okay. Sure. Who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> you, Look, it's going close. No. You, fuck, <laughs> you fuck one apple. Yeah. <laughs> really? No one ever forgets these yeah, things. Yeah, it's amazing. That's one of the things that I took away from Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, is they're doing a joke about Jason Biggs, and he's like, it's the pie fucker. I fucked one pie! Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you put your dick in a pie! <laughs> he said, dude. The other good thing from that movie is uh, calling a girl boo-boo kitty fuck. That's adorable. <laughs> I love oh, that he's so careless fuck. about the coin right there. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to throw it now. Well, he was so yeah, he was so angry that he just yeah. smacked her with it and and forgot that 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 was even a thing for but a moment. But she learned her damn lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Don't have to tell her three times. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say to a woman with two black eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing you haven't told her before. Nothing you told, <laughs> haven't told her twice already. <laughs> but am oh, we're going to get the letters. <laughs> <laughs> and Corey's the one laughing. <laughs> yeah, right. the, the one woman in the room is laughing at that joke. <laughs> so, okay, so no need to send that yeah. email. We've been validated, all right? <laughs> She's like, it's funny because it's as, true. As Sean, Baby, <laughs> as, as Sean Baby said about people who are offended by his column. It's like, okay, so you just heard an hour of semi-winty banter and then a deeply offensive thing. Honestly, you, I would be... Yeah, you didn't, you didn't just find our hidden agenda. Yeah. You didn't like a joke. <laughs> Save the email, move on. Uh, really, after all the things we've gotten away with, if we got yeah. emails for yeah. that, I would be stunned. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> have you seen the internet? Yeah. Anyway. That's true. Oh, now you figured it out. Yeah, I worked out the internet. Okay, so it's like, you feckless pack of ingrates. See, I think yeah. there would be a faster way to say that, because time's kind of of the essence. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of the Shakespeare insult generator that used to be online. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it used to be like uh, <laughs> adjective... Adjective, group noun, singular noun, or something like that. Oh, so you, you blistered pack of chow. Hounds. Yeah, something like that. I oh, found yeah. it. You found the Shakespeare <laughs> insult generator? Fucking A. Wow. There's there no room for faith, truth, nor honesty in this bosom of thine. It's all filled up with guts and midriff. <laughs> <laughs> Drop into the rotten mouth of death. <laughs> no, there's another I'm one. Use that one. It's, uh, it's three columns of text, and you th throw it's like Mad Libs with Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. Nice. There, was an, there was an old... Um, oh, no, that was just Shakespeare insults. Yeah. yeah. There was an old little uh, application, uh, uh, an insult generator called Deliver the Dis way wow. back in the day. Holy shit, this is great. Thou churlish fly-bitten cranker bosom. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Thou froward, tardy-gated hypocrite. Do you do show hey, notes after hey. the fact? Let's not say things we you can't need take to, back. You need to share these links with people. Here's my favorite. Deeply offended. Thou impertinent, rump-fed slug. Those will be in the show notes, <laughs> iTunes listeners. By the way, speaking of apropos of nothing other than the topic, um, somebody, our, our uh, mutual friend of the podcast, uh, Adam Bertocci, the uh, creator of uh, Two Gentlemen of uh, Lebowski. Lebowski, Lebowski yeah. um, have you seen that the new thing is someone is doing Terminator 2 Shakespeare style? No. That's, that's the new thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you told him Lebowski is awesome, but he can't no. do a Terminator 2. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just, it's just, you know. I don't think it's uh, whether it's a ripoff of Bertocci I'm or not, not saying it's a ripoff or anything. It's just like, know, okay, but, yeah. It's, it's, it's the same thing that happened with. But um, I think it's a genius idea because it, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's literally they've taken the script from Terminator. You know, they're trying to get funding to, to do a mini, you know, a, a cheap show of it. But uh, stage play, I think. Or, uh, but uh, they've taken literally taken the script from from. Terminator and and Shakespeareified yeah. it, 
And uh, you know, and again, it's like I, I'd go. I think I'd go see that if, if it, that was wow. playing at the Equity Waiver this is Theater. A great I, one. I'd go check it out. I don't know where he got it, but in the chat, Jimmy V says, "Now listen to the words. It's literary. Thou errant, common kissing infection." Ooh, Ooh fuck! Ooh. There's a whole. There's like a backstory to that. You fucking it? sleazy whore is what that means. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but, like, but, but by the time the sleazy whore gets it, you're blocks away. So that's, that's no, what's so great about going it. Going back to the Terminator 2 thing, it's like, you know, what happened after Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? Yeah. It's like every single... Okay, yeah. Uh, Which is a great idea. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. You and, know? and Keira Knightley should do it. Isn't she the one doing it? Who's Yeah, she thing? is doing she it. She is doing it. There you go. So good deal. Better her than Kirsten Dunst, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Snaggletooth? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Told you guys. Oh, you've heard the show. Yes. <laughs> oh, so you're a fan. Yeah. Well... Between her and Kirstie Alley, I'm really not a fan of the KIR no. the KIR <laughs> troop. <laughs> no, I got it from the same place Fig did. What would Tyler name, Durden do? Yeah. If your name begins with KIR, uh, Fig's not a fan of your acting. I can't think of others. Kristen Bell? No, that's a KRI, sir. Oh, ah. so she gets by. Yeah. Plus she's cute, even though she's cross eyed. I said it, I meant it. Yeah. <laughs> and he will never drink Kieran beer. Oh yeah. What? I think you're taking this a bit too far. Oh, are they? Dude, you could do I'm Shakespeare. Sorry. Whoa, I just yeah. had an idea for an internet thing. You could do Shakespeare <laughs> yeah, like wow. uh, like David Caruso. To be, glasses off, or not to be. Yeah! <laughs> you could do a shit ton of stuff like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. It'd just be that yeah. over and over not again Not only you could, but everybody else on the internet could already have done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be a thing. It might already be a thing. But I invented it retroactively. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was me. Yeah! Okay, so apparently this is love story time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's kiss- stop, there's stop kissing. talking. This is, this is a kissing there's book. Ki- I was told this is pirates. I was told there would not be kissing in this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you wanted me to grab your boob. I'm sorry. Wow, I read that way wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, okay, okay, let's... Yeah. First off, I'm not that kind of all guy. Right, Second well, of all... I, I mean, I'm already here. So, yeah. like, it'd there be... Are, there's a lack of... Let's just virile be, young man. You know why? Because it, it'd be really, it'd be really like silly if I if I took my hand back and you wanted me to put it. Like, should you know, I just finish <laughs> while I'm here? You know what I gotta say though? Of all the times where a guy could get away with, this might be our last day on earth. <laughs> yeah, I think he uh, might be able to get away with it. So there are uh, drunken uh, ghost pirates coming. We are to get facing us. the nigh of apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> So they have to make a special connection with someone. Got ghost pirates and uh, stuff. So Maybe a special know. connection in the butt. You want? <laughs> yeah. It's actually. Um, I, I have a lot of respect for this character. Maybe not this moment. For but Will or for Elizabeth? For Will, beca- because he actually puts the pieces together. He's like, "Oh wait a second, they're coming for me now." And 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 I I'm the one that's put you in danger. Right. Yeah. Well, goddamn it. Yeah. Jeez, one boob graze, and look what happens. Yeah. Can't I just be a blacksmith like a normal yeah. commoner? As a, Making swords in a barn was we, great. We, we've referred to Crack.com before and how it's interesting how some news sources actually don't cite their stories as well as Crack does. Crack will, like, they fill their articles with, here's where we got that, here's where we got that. And there was an interesting one recently. They were talking about uh, things that humanity just plain forgot for, decade, or for centuries at a time. And one of the things was the cure for scurvy, where initially <laughs> yeah. someone had put together, I don't know why, but lemons are curing scurvy. And then they forgot that. They, they, they started using limes, and it never worked. And they're like, I don't know why this doesn't work, because limes are all over the place in Europe, but lemons are kind of hard to come by. And then they just used limes forever. People still kept getting scurvy. But then the shortening, the shortening of the trips of the ships across the ocean, they were getting faster. They were like, oh, they're not getting scurvy, so limes are working. Okay. And they just kept doing that for 100 years, and they're like, the limes don't, they, they don't work anymore. What, did, we, did we mutate? It's like, no, they were lemons. <laughs> <laughs> they're not the same? Right, anyway. 
It's vitamin C. <laughs> Guys. Vitamin C does that. Vitamin C. We have pills for that now. Can you can you please watch the Muppet Show or something like yeah. it? They would Electric have, company. And they would also you. bring lemon juice, like like Arctic expeditions and so on. Would bring lemon juice because that was a concentrate. But right. they didn't understand. They did that, but they didn't understand that it, you know it could go bad and not have as much C content to it. Anyway, hence hence limey. So the story goes, yes, that the, the British sailors always, why do they always get limes? What's the deal with the limes and the sailing? Because they're morons. We should be calling them lemons. <laughs> Lemmies. Lemmies. Lemmers. Lemmers. Hmm. Lemmers. No, that's not it. I was just reading, uh, rereading the blank slate recently, and it uh, brought an interesting thing that uh, cultural, cultural progression is actually based on contact with other cultures. Um, because really, if, because if, if a culture is too isolated, it stagnates and it can even retrograde, re- ret- right. go retrograde. Like, uh, there's an isolated Island, uh, uh the Tasmanians or, or someone like that. They actually lost technology over time. They actually, the people who first f- sailed to this Island, it wasn't whether it was Tasmania or one of those, you know, they got there, like they could make fire. They had, you know, all these things. By the time the Europeans found the, the Island 500 years later, they'd forgotten all that. They actually had fire and lost it. Wow. You know, because because they, you know, as they said, we don't know how that happened, but we know from the archaeological thing that they had it when they got here. They were making fire, but somewhere along the way, they actually lost the knowledge of how to do it. Like, all their fire guys got hit by a tree or who knows what. But it's like, shit, did all the fire guys die? Oh. You know, they actually lost technology over time. And, and then they just all crowded around the newly killed rabbit like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. All a, right, it's good. There's a Russian isolated culture that they actually walk on all fours. No. Yes. It's, well, that's a genetic thing, yeah. That's a, oh, genetic, they're, 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 genetically, they're inbred to do that. Okay, yeah. culturally, I would be like, mm-hmm. Yeah, culturally, yeah, but it's, uh, it's an inbreded thing. But um, Is that the uh, royal family? <laughs> Not yet, but close. Hi-oh! The Habsburgs, but um bum but seriously. <laughs> now, seriously, they're going to have you know a freaking two-ship cannon fight. Who does that in a movie? Tra- Only crazy people. Trey, what are, your, like uh, what are your problems with this movie? I don't really have any problems with this movie, other than, you know, it's... <laughs> I, I said my problems are my problems are only hypothetical problems in terms of I'm the studio executive and someone pitches me this I'm like get out of my office right now. Your problem with this movie my, is that it's so damn implausible. My problem with this movie is yeah it literally is it's the it's the duckbill platypus of movies. It's like okay this can't possibly survive this shouldn't even exist. Someone was high when they greenlit yeah, this and, and yet by golly you know it's like but yeah it's perfectly enjoyable and it's it's wonderfully fun and amazingly well made and. I don't have any problem with it. I have some problems with what they did later, but we'll get to that. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, we'll, we'll, we'll be talking a lot about you that. You know, by the time they got to Pirates Reloaded, it was like, oh, whoops, no, not so much. But uh, no. Pirates Reloaded. <sighs> can we? Uh, uh, can I make a proclamation? Are we big enough now that we can make proclamations in the internet lessons? Yeah, go yes. for it. Here's my, here's my thing. I'm, I'm going to stretch my oye, legs. Oye, oye. Teague will speak. Legs. The joke of calling whatever you're making a hypothetical sequel and you're making a joke out of it, Electric Boogaloo. Moratorium on that shit. It's over now. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, been overdone. All in yeah. favor. All in favor. Aye. 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 All right. So I'll say you once, so say you all. You're going to have to come up with a funnier fucking... Beyond Thunderbone is still on the shelf. You can use Beyond Thunderbone <laughs> if you want. But Electric Boogaloo has been done. So, I like adding... <laughs> slash soapbox. I like adding inning to anything. Yeah, yeah. The rape inning. The rape inning. The, the, the pirate inning. Sin City 2 will be Sin City inning. <laughs> the Sin City inning. The Caribbean inning. Yeah. Ghostbusters 2. The Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters ring. <laughs> Pirates do. Yeah, exactly. The pirate ring. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even close well, to the wait, but this, What was the sequel to The Ring called? The Ring a Ring? <laughs> the Ring a Ring. The Ring a Ding. The Ring a Ding Ding. The Ring a Ding Ding. Yes, that's awesome. Um, and also, else? and also, of course, the the, the shiny Ding Ding Ding. Shitty, shitty lazy tagline. Just invert 
what whatever you're talking about and say that it will do that. All right, so Pirates of the Caribbean. Pir- uh, the, the Caribbean, Caribbean will pirate. The Caribbean will pirate. Apes will rise. <laughs> the Caribbean will pirate. Furious uh, will be fast. The, yeah, the fast will be furious. <laughs> fast and the furious. That's the fast will be furious. Yeah. The stars will be tracked. Yeah. That's... That's how you write a tagline these days, apparently. <laughs> My whole thing. I, I Ghostbusters. Was talk, I was the ghosts will get busted. Yeah. On Twittering, it's like, if you want to come up with your fucking easy romantic comedy title, just take an existing expression and come up with a literal. So I was like, ill-conceived could be about a guy who has cancer, who has a, he, some, he, he get pregnant, it's a woman, and, and the baby is ill-conceived. And that's, <laughs> it's a bad idea, but it's also a pun. Somewhere Blake Snyder is smiling like, down like, on you. Hashtag oh, yeah. Hollywood. Anyway, back on the inning thing. No, seriously, you should write that because it would sell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Disney would snap that shit up. I want to see Passion of the Christ too. the Passion of the Christening. The, pas- yeah. the Passioning. I, I, have we discussed no, no, this? I, the, I believe it's pronounced we... the Passion of the Christening, which is a whole different yeah, thing. Yeah, the Passion of the Christ too. the Christening. Shit, it works. Yes, the Christening. Yes. Hold it, hold it. Get me the phone. And scene. Yes. Snakes on a plane. The snakes will be on a plane. Hey, that's a that's a pirate sigil you got there on a fork. Yeah. He seems pretty cool with it overall. Now look at this shit. Oh yeah, they're blowing the crap out of these. It's a nutty movie. Is it the ultimate? Is the ultimate success of this film that the story is? Well, I'll compare it to the sequels. Is good and comprehensible. Because there's a lot well, of story sure. going on. You can't say that there's not story going on in the last two movies. There, it's just that there's so fucking much of well, it. Well, there's a lot of plot. That it's easy to get lost. Not only, well, it's easy to get lost because there's a lot of it, and there's a good several chunks of it that are completely contradictory yeah. to each well, other. I think we'll, we'll get there, get but about this movie, yeah. Yeah. the success of this is just that it's... It's very, it's very it's straightforward. It's a world, it's characters, they have problems, they overcome them. There's, yeah, you, you, there's an overarching plot, which is, you know, the attempt to solve the curse. I mean, it's even called the curse of the Black Pearl. The Black Pearl will be cursed. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's called the curse of the Black Pearl. The story, it tells you right in the title, which a good title does, this is what this movie is about. It's about these guys are trying to cure the curse that's on them and how, how you know, but they're kind of bad guys, so they're doing it, you know. Uh, any any way they can, and it's interrupting all these other people's lives, and these other people are the interesting main characters. But um, there is a very clear through line. There's a very clear arc for each one of the characters. Um, whereas in the second and third one, it's like, well, just just give them screen time, have them do stuff. And it was funny when he talked about rum. So they did have it. Do it again. They did it. Cool guys don't look like an explosion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even cool pirates. It's funny that there's an almost identical scene in Master and Commander and just as well done. Yeah. It's like, yeah. damn. You know, I, I, I'm, we've given a I lot mean, of... I mean, really, if you're a guy like Barbosa, though, you're like, all right, I got two choices here. I can run and maybe die and die like a bitch, or I can stand here and either die... Looking cool. Or look fucking <laughs> awesome if nothing... If I, if but he wouldn't die anyway. Play, and he pulls a Buster Keaton. Anyway, and he right. pulls he a Buster die. Keaton that it falls all yeah, perfectly around, all around him. him. At least he's not in the tree. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, we've been giving a lot of shit to the trailers, and it occurs to me that... It's not the trailers, the teaser well, that we gave a yeah, lot of shit teaser, to. Yeah, the teaser, but even the trailers that came after were full of the worst jokes in the series. Like, say goodbye, clunk, goodbye, goodbye. and that shit. And tr- you like pain, try wearing a corset. It's like all the little pithy one-liners in the movie were in the trailer, like, please watch this. It occurs to me that it, it might be difficult to make a trailer for this movie. There might be too much going on. My, my uh, feeling is, because I've noticed it on the Pixar movies, too, for the most part, they... The trailers don't – what gets me interested in going to see a Pixar movie is that it's a Pixar movie. And whenever I see a trailer, I'm like, no, not really. I'm not feeling it, but I'll go. I'll trust you. I'll go see it. And then I love it. And I think the thing is that 
a, a really well told story doesn't often boil down to two and a half well, minutes of awesome come see this well it, now you get down to the fact that pixar isn't the one making the trailer it's a well, company too. that does only that right right but i'll bet you they get the best company they can find well, of course they do, but that doesn't guarantee they're still marketing people in the end. Well, yeah, but ultimately, okay. That's, well, that's and fair as, as as the the meme that's kind of died out, unless it resurges again, the whole idea of recutting movies to make a trailer that's completely misleading right. about the movie, right, um, shows you that uh, even even if you don't manipulate the footage, which I think is cheating when people did that, but some of you know cut these amazing different versions of it. Well, you can like, just play with the you context. Can make, you can make this movie it... look completely serious, like it's a straight pirate movie, you know, and kind of like cut around Johnny Depp a little bit or show the parts where he's not, you know, not being a gay transvestite. Um, and I know those are two different things, but the um, so so don't write the email. But uh, you know, you, it's, Trey it, was in theater. He knows. Yeah, I yeah I know from transvestites and gay, and uh, and Transylvania for yeah, that matter. That's right, where the gay will be transvestited. No, that that doesn't work. But the uh, what? <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking about trailer editing. <laughs> trailer editing. How we, this, yeah. this movie's trailer no, didn't make you go. Oh, that looks amazing. When you edit a trailer, <laughs> this is important. What? <laughs> uh, that you can make it look like anything that you yeah. can you can cut around. And this movie is so epic and has so many components to it. I mean, I think I think the movie you're talking about Pixar is like the movie that you can kind of go, wait, what? Uh, as far as how you put a trailer, together, it's like imagine how many trailers you could make for Up. Yeah, the people will go, wait, w- w- wait, what? <laughs> I'm taking the kids to see. W- it's a hospital drama yeah. about an old lady who dies. Huh? That little grin the monkey gives, by the way, when when Barbosa's talking about it, totally by accident. They're like, "That's awesome!" Yeah, we, that's the perfect shot because, like, not you. We call the monkey Jack, and the monkey's like, "Hee!" For a yeah. second, because if you because if you'd uh, you know if you would like to try to achieve that, yeah, Jeffrey Rush would have said that line five hundred thousand times. Yeah, to try exactly. To get that and to then happen. the one time he does it, he flubs the line. And they're yeah. pulling a George Lucas. Okay, let's yeah, edit so yeah. that Obi Wan goes to grab the thing I, two seconds later. I actually, digitally put the monkey smile. In. I actually think in the in the commentary they talk about, dude, that fucking monkey was so hard to work with. And then that one time in that one shot, it did something amazing, and yeah. we didn't even want it to. Now, see that right there? That's real. That's the real deal. Yeah, oh, yeah. they blew up a freaking ship. Huh? Speaking of things <laughs> like along the monkey, uh, that might be a miniature ship. I uh, still, because I. Pyro. I am the very definition of incorrigible. I watched the fourth Kevin Smith talking to an audience documentary. Oh my god, that was incorrigible, uh, Nave. And it was it was I bite very, my thumb at my. It, it was the first forty-five minutes were painful to watch. It was not very good. Yeah, this was too fat for forty. It, it, yeah. it, it was amusing at the end, but the first one was great, and the second one was watchable. So on the fourth one is really bad. But he tells an interesting anecdote about working with Bruce Willis on uh, a couple of dicks. Oh, oh man, boy. and uh, he's like, <laughs> uh, you, you guys know this story. Yeah, it's I know the that most. Story. It's the most awkward thing you can. Was that the, was that the working title of? of it was called a couple of dicks, and then they yeah. changed it to. Cop and by out. the way. The, nice. If you can if you can find it online, the original screenplay. I haven't seen Cop Out yet, but just the fact that Tracy Morgan is in it, I know they didn't use the the original <laughs> script. Um, and the original script is so fucking good, so funny, so witty. So of course they didn't use it. So so uh, if you can find it online, if you can find the original script for that when it was still called A Couple of Dicks, I highly recommend checking it out because it's it's genuinely hysterical. Anyway, Kevin Smith basically tells the story like the joke is I'm going to try to answer a lot of questions tonight. And a guy comes up and asks a question about directing Bruce Willis. And then joke being he spends the entire documentary answering that one question. So it goes off in about 25 different tangents, a couple of which are amusing, sort of. That's it. In any case, ultimately, he gets to the answer and he's like, 
Bruce Willis was kind of a D-bag. And then he explains the story, and you're <laughs> like, no, Kev, you're kind of a D-bag. Because the, the story basically boils down to Kevin couldn't direct Bruce Willis, and Bruce Willis kept asking questions like, okay, well, what kind of lines are you using? And Kevin Smith's like, uh... And he kind of gestures medium-ish and something like that. And he's like not getting the performance he wants out of Bruce Willis. And it's, it's been so hard to work with. And ultimately, Kevin Smith was like, no, just do what you did in Moonlighters or Moonlighting. It's like, oh, fuck. Dude, <laughs> don't. Oh, shit. And he's telling the story. And I'm sitting here like, oh, don't talk, don't talk to Bruce Willis that way. And ultimately, yeah. it works out. The, the whole Bruce thing- Willis comes out looking pretty good. Because he's, he's like, Bruce Willis does it, even though Kevin was such a fucking moron. Honestly, the, the entire anecdote that he thinks it's, it's really cute and endearing, but the entire anecdote is like, ah, I suck at directing and Bruce Willis hated me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bruce Willis is so much more of a professional than and, I am. Yeah, he is so much more professional and I did not deserve him and he knows that and hates me. Yeah, okay. and he sensed it immediately. And, yeah. Kevin, and, the, and the moral that Kevin Smith is trying to give is don't never meet your heroes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whereas, whereas the, the moral is... Be good at your job. Yeah. <laughs> Never meet your heroes if you're not up to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're going to be a douchebag. I think it would have been fine to meet Bruce Willis, but, uh, yeah. In any case, Too Fat for 40 was definitely ripping off surrogates. Oh, <laughs> well, I think that's a given. There was a lot of really great stories in the first one. Go, go watch the Superman oh, yeah. one. And the, the first two yeah, The first I, two are great. I, I actually, I like uh, Kevin Smith better as a personality than as a filmmaker. Uh, he's made a couple of films that I thought, Hey, don't watch Too Fat for 40, then. Don't yeah, meet your well, hero. Say, yeah. <laughs> don't meet your hero on that I one. I like the first two evenings with Kevin Smith. Yeah. I kind of like the first two Kevin Smith movies, and I've kind of been, uh, you know, we, we, we've agreed to see other people since then. Yeah. And it's working out fine. I, I lift although, that line all the time. I did not. Jersey, although Jersey Girl is good. Chasing Amy as well. That's what if I keep hearing. That yeah. one. Uh, you definitely see hey, that guys, one. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Jersey Girl, seriously, check it out. It's his best movie. Anyway. Well, this movie's a little long. What the hell is that on the right? What the hell is that? Yeah. That guy always <laughs> pops up. That's Courtney Love. <laughs> that guy. That's, that wasn't even a person on the right. What that, the hell was that? That guy's that was like a, one of those painted coconut things you get. And that guy pops up at a bunch of shots, and every single time he looks really scary. Yeah. Had they already explained what the pistol was, or did they just basically explain it to us? No, they explained it. Yeah, he they, was left with the yeah. one shot to take care of himself. That's, that's that was the setup of this. This shot's not for you, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. He's been well, that was the along. explanation for yeah. you know, which is interesting because he 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 pulls that bluff a lot. He sticks that gun in a lot of people's faces, well, but when they don't move, he's like, "God damn it!" Well, because yeah. he understands the true <laughs> intent of a gun. The gun right. is to make sure that no one gets shot. Right. Yeah, that's true. Take that Second Amendment. Ooh. Wait, what? Wait. Hmm? <laughs> no, see the Second. Oh, take that wait, wait. The what? Second Amendment clearly states. That women are three fifths of a person. <laughs> Wait, what? So basically, yeah. Then uh, you tell your kids that. Because yeah. I'm. Gonna... According to the exchange rate, basically they're they're Canadian. That's all it yeah. says. It's like women. It's are, not a bad thing. Women are Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> no, women are black. Anyway, what? I, I love that she knows his entire history. Like, yeah. there's a book about him somewhere. I'm sure. I'm sure there there are penny dreadfuls all over the place <laughs> about Captain true. Jack Sparrow. He is. It's like Unforgiven. There's been, uh, you know, the guy from Warehouse 13 has been following him around. He just recently ditched him, though. And mm-hmm. uh, he's written books about him, which are somewhat true. <laughs> I like how he also kind of puts away the happy-go-lucky. Like, he's still, he's still genuinely just, you know, debilitated from all the drinking he's done. But every so often, he's like, all right, fun time's over. Listen up, hussy. I'm going to explain <laughs> to you how life really is. Yeah. It gets, real, it gets as serious as he is 
physiologically capable of being. Now, have they not? They and have... she's mad. I love that she's mad at him more than getting them into this situation or anything. She's mad at him for not being awesome. Don't yeah. meet your heroes, kids. This is what yeah. we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> now, this is going to be coming up is the first. Why is the rum gone? Yes. Yes. So this is the original. The original. When why it's is actually the rum funny gone? because yeah. where did it come from? Now, this is the part where I always want to hear the uh, the fish guys calypso music that ended up getting used by Girls Gone Wild. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's uh, royalty free. And they I, they I, could have. Yeah, I love the fact. Again, they've. I'm like, they worked in the song. Like they 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 established earlier that it's part of this this universe this, and yeah. stuff. But they bring it back and they're really just going at it with a gusto. And I'm like, it's. God damn it! <laughs> how does it work? Fucking music! How does it work? <laughs> does it work? Um, and then they then they hang a lantern. It's like I'm going to teach it to the whole crew. And we're going to sing it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I see what they did there. Now this, I have to say, you know, big bonfire, bunch of rum, beach, Kira Knightley. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah, I'm I, okay. I'm down. I, I'd be okay being marooned. In fact, go away. Yeah, yeah. go away. <laughs> I just like to watch this scene by myself. I'm now. just gonna pause. <laughs> <and> go <laughs> a little cut around. Should cut we, around should we leave up. Trey? Yeah. No. See so you. What? <laughs> I lo- And this is the one time that Jack. It's funny because this is the one time that Jack really. Opens up. He's actually legitimately opening up, and she's the one manipulating him here. Um, and then pirate. He, and then he wakes up the next morning, and he's like, "Oh, can't do that again. <laughs> Got burned that time." Yeah. And yet he's always remains kind of fascinated from then on. Like, yeah, she, something about it's like her. she outsmarted me. Damn it! Damn it! She's good. Yeah. <laughs> and in the second one, even in the second one, there's there's kind of a payoff to the beginning of this relationship where he's like, uh, all right, you got me. Yeah. Okay. There really is an odd kind of, you know, it's his weaknesses. One weakness is he legitimately does kind of develop a thing for her uh-huh. that, that it, you know, he keeps denying and sometimes he'll he'll go opposite of that. But it's, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like, damn it. It's like, you fool. It's well. It, it almost because becomes this thing where you know she's really, she she loves the story about him. And I guess we have to, by the way, take it back. If if he's got all these stories about him, then Jack Sparrow is a name of some kind. So so, I I was wrong to say earlier that like no one would have heard of him or anything. But, um, you know she's she's enamored with him as being like this this. You know, the, the, this hero or like this anti-hero, you know, this ideal, yeah, tall tale. idealized, romanticized, romanticized. That's the perfect word for it. This romanticized pirate. And then and so that's what she thinks pirates are. And when she gets into the pirate, you know, culture, that's what she decides to be. And he finds himself as fascinated with her as that character as she was with him <laughs> when he thought <laughs> when she thought he was the character. <laughs> I love how he's like, I'm so... That's, that's, that's probably the most slapstick that they get between the yeah. two of them. Yeah. She has that little that little stubborn sitting on the yeah. thing, and then he's like, oh, one of these days, yeah. Alice. Lucy. I love, I, yeah, but I love that the Lucy moment is, I will shoot you in the head. <laughs> I'll so shoot you in the head right now. He pulls out his gun and everything. He's like, I, will ca- I don't even yeah. care. I will bust this right in your skull. But then he doesn't, because he's like, mm, principal. <laughs> I don't know. Been in the revenge business so long. Yeah. Who's gonna make your swords? No one, man. Oh, that's right. You don't know that he actually does all the blacksmithing on. Oh, you. yeah. Darn it. Okay. And now we're yeah. back to the boat where everyone is clean and well dressed. Yes. 
<laughs> Which is probably Except harder she's to got maintain a nice, on a boat. She's got a nice sexy little smudge on her head. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I only go for girls with smudges. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. That's, there's always, there's like the real dirty and then there's like sexy dirty. Yeah, then there's like where movie, the, movie the makeup, dirty. Yeah, the makeup artist was just like, hold yeah. on just a second. I wanted, I wanted to be filth. Okay, you good. Yeah. Like Bill Murray at the end of Ghostbusters 1. Yeah. 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 Everyone little, else is completely covered yeah, he's in He's got some soap suds on his shoulder. I like your characterization yeah. of the makeup artist. Okay, you're good. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> hold on. Fabulous. Wait, wait, hold wait. On. He's, just got, he's just got his thumb out and just puts it on her nose and like, kind of like beep. It's yeah, like, no, there, it's go. You are a disaster go. victim. Don't, I, can't, I can't look. It's so true. Fairly, fairly, no. ed, fairly go. Ed, Edna Mode was the makeup yeah. artist. Yeah. Beautiful darling. <laughs> yeah. You really are. Now go, remind them who you are. Pirate! Yeah. I'm too genius. I cannot talk. It's too bright. I do. I, I need more. I do too much. Go. I cannot touch go. it, darling. I cannot touch this. Uh, you guys are so missing out on Darkman's expression. <laughs> yeah. I'm too good. Go. Yeah. No tears. Yeah. <laughs> no sword. Uh, that's not cleaning. Yeah, what the, what the heck <laughs> yeah. is that? It, they're they're that's waterproofing. Tarring. Yes. Oh. He's pooping the swab deck. Ooh, <laughs> I see what you did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's in that bucket? Yeah. There's a word play there. Some wordsmithery. Yeah. <laughs> word I could write movies. Yeah. It's easy. The thing about Lee Ehrenberg in this movie is that he doesn't have to be a skeleton to look kind of scully. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you can basically see his skull pretty much. There it he's is. He's got like his skull he's has no. A, there's no like meat on his head. It's yeah. just skin on the bone. And and he's got some pretty uh, his his brows. Especially that they got him lit here. His his brow ridges are pretty well. He can pretty much sketch his skull. From What's this, in your wallet? In this shot, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got some serious eye sockets going on. There's really not enough jokes available about Cro-Magnons. Not as many as there should be. Yeah, I know, right? Although I bet the Neanderthals had a lot of them. Fucking yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, there they go. Yeah. You, you're those fags using fire. <laughs> and they got theirs. Yeah. Um, Let's move to France. Okay. One. I think this is the last exposition dump in this movie. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Where they're really like, yeah. okay, backstory, 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 Ouch. and go. But, again, by this point, you're like, you've been hearing about fucking Bootstrap Bill and all this stuff. It's like, th- it has tell to me already. Yeah. Tell me. And then he does like thank you, I can relax. It's like uh, that that uh, episode of The Simpsons where the the schools are closed down and Lisa's going nuts and she eventually runs into the the kitchen and she's like grade me. <laughs> <laughs> and Marge just writes an A on a piece of paper and yeah. hands it to her and she walks away like oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now with all the conversation in this movie about Davy Jones and Davy Jones Locker, then it wasn't until the second movie when you know when they were trying to figure out. Yeah, they were like, no, oh, Davy let's Jones. do like freaking Davy Jones. Yeah. Let's actually have that be a guy and a character in the Bootstrap Bill story and and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it, it doesn't seem to... That, we no, need no, to get Stellan Skarsgård in this movie. Yes. No, it's totally... It's it's the kind of thing where they... I, I don't imagine that they were setting it up at all. I mean, Davy Jones' locker and stuff is, is definitely it's, yeah, it's an old-school maritime thing. You yeah, know, it's like you sort of just accept that. And he was know? in The Monkees. I, I like the yeah. I like the presentation, and we're going to get to this in the following commentaries, but I like the presentation of Davy Jones, but not so much Davy Jones' locker. For some reason, I never pictured it being a dry desert island. No, Davy Jones' locker was a misstep, and that was... I thought Davy Jones' locker was supposed to be the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, that's in the third one. And a locker. So, the combination. I mean, yeah. the uh, you know, the second one is a little disappointing, and the third one makes me want to rage at the sky. So, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> well, it's not the sky's fault. <laughs> I don't think the sky feels when everyone takes all their problems out on it. The but, sky is like the hockey puck in Toy Story. Like, what are you looking at, your hockey puck? Cut to sky like, hey. Yeah, yeah the hockey puck is just like... 
Oh. This the the Simpsons old man yells at Cloud. <laughs> I anthropomorphize the sky by way of anthropomorphized hockey puck. Yeah. All right. That's fun. And we're back to our kids. Did he tell the speech again? Did he? Good morning. Yes. Yeah, so Less than an hour. <laughs> so like, I, I, yada yada, Cortez himself. Yeah, yeah I've heard yeah. being abused by this. It's like, all right, here we go again. This time, it's, this time for real. Okay. Yeah. Someone's is, asking one of the pirates later, did he do the Cortez? He did the fucking Cortez every look, day is. with the Cortez See? thing. He's like, begun by blood. It's like, all right, he's going to do it again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Andrew Jackson Everyone in, in the, the lobby of the White House had an enormous block of cheese. I like your reference, sir. <laughs> I was just going to say, you. You, Mike was like, and we've begun the thing. And the, one of the pirates in the back is like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, yay. Yeah, whoop, whoop, whoop. Eight, <laughs> 800 pieces of gold. We, we know the speech, yeah. 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 I, I, I love that bit where he's, he's rambling on and, and Barbosa's response is, shut up. All You're right. next. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now we were talking earlier about pacing. This is. It feels okay so far, but there's 40 minutes left. I was gonna say now. That's. I was gonna say now. The, the, the climactic fight breaks out, and this is the end, right? But there, it isn't, is it? No. no. Uh, Better part of an hour left to go. Uh, That's okay. where it's sort of like. Hmm. Huh. That movie is long. Thanks, Kermit. Long it is. And Yoda. <laughs> yeah. the, the so is a fine line. But this doesn't. I, I don't think that bothers me because it's about to get into the climactic fight pretty soon, and there's a lot of neat stuff. Like we we get to see the pirates oh, the, on the bottom the, of the, the ocean. The walking and all in all the ocean stuff. is yeah. coming, and it, that that keeps you awake. It yeah. needs to be ten minutes less. I think is the problem. I would go twenty five. No, where, no. Where, where are you going to? Where do you take him out? I would. T- I would. Remember, I, I don't know what you take out, but well, I'm just there's a, there's a whole this whole last plot thing is a double take thing where they come out, but the ship's not there. But then it is there. You could have just gone. They come out. The ship's there. Fight ship. They escape back to Port Royal. He got hung. Credits. As opposed to... Which and is, how did they get to come along? These guys weren't even allowed to go to the promotion, and now they're right next to the app. Yeah. What? Yes. They, they merited a boat ride. You'd yeah, think because they're funny. Be. Yeah. Hey, you, comedy relief. We yeah. need you to be observational. We no Dude. longer need you to protect the docks because that Don't criticize the universe that, that, that gives jobs to people that are just comedy relief. Because <laughs> we're going to be... We're going to be yeah. the guys that win if that ever happens. That, yeah. That explains the, the, the two Oh, pirates. you mean I can become the president just by having snappy see, retorts? See, they're the counterpoint to the other two guys, and that's why they have the confrontation that happens. Just I like, want to live in the universe where pluckiness is rewarded. Yeah. <laughs> where you can just like, be you know, a, a plucky sidekick a, with no a visible skills. You want to live? You want to live in a plecatocracy? <laughs> on the other, on the other hand, that's socialism. <laughs> on the other hand, this could be our universe because they appear to just be failing upwards. Mm. They are, yeah. It's the Peter that's Peter principle of piracy. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Peter Pirate principle. Back to pickle peppers. Yeah, yeah I was like, Peter what's pirate? happening here? It's turning into a fucking tongue twister. I'm so I'm so glad that you're that you're referencing the Peter principle. That 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 still is aw- people are aware of. I always use Hofstadler's law all the time. It's awesome. What is happening? Explain Hofstetler's law. Pe- yeah, Hofstetler's law is it always take you longer than you think it will, even when you take into account Hofstetler's law. <laughs> ah. yeah. And the Peter principle. Are you familiar or not with the Peter principle? Peter principle. Not by is, name. Is um is that uh, is that in in uh, business world business world you know in uh, hierarchies you 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 rise to your level of incompetence, uh. and so it's like you get, you get promoted to the point where you get a job that you can't actually do, but you get stuck there, and that's where you stay because you're not going to go beyond that. But they're not going to fire you because you well you're that guy who has that job. So, so the theory being that in the extreme form, the entire hierarchy of a business structure will all be staffed by people who are not good enough to do the job they've been hired they've been promoted to get into because and they stay there forever because they never go farther. So, um, so the and idea, then there's also the, the third one in that. I'm little, so depressed right now. In the yeah, little trifecta, so. there's also the uh, what was it the Scotty technique of estimating your your delivery time. How does that one go, Chris? 
I'm what the the, the Scotty technique? Oh, the the yeah, the Scotty principle. It's uh, yes. whenever someone whenever someone is asking you how long it's going to take, multiply by four. Yeah, because they will. Then they will. I, although you, I think we see that illustrated in the Road Warrior uh, long before it was become the Scotty principle. Yeah, here they come marching. There we go, and that's ILM, that's you a, crazy bitch. That's a, deve- a a more developed version of the shot from the teaser. Uh, the the teaser was like an early shot, but it was actually more complicated because it was just the foot, and uh, you could see all the so subtle. And stuff moving. I love how subtle it is when they go under the boat. Yeah, they, uh. they turn back. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I was going to say the subtle shot where there's a bunch of dead guys walking across the yeah. bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, no. no, because in the first shot it's just a silhouette, and you can just barely tell that it's going on, and yet they still bothered to do it. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the sad thing is because uh, in Land of the Dead the same theory is used. But George Romero couldn't do the shot. You know, he couldn't use. Yeah. He couldn't be. He couldn't do the actual underwater shot, which would have been a fantastic shot for that movie. Why does this work on them? Why does Norrington fall for it? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> who is he expect? No, it's just a fisherman out on a pleasure cruise in eel-infested yeah. waters. He's got a. She's got a parasol at night. Something's wrong. Yeah, exactly. It's I for the sun. It's for the sun. I, I wear my sundress at night. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, what? I can understand being being put off for a second, like what is going on? But really, no. how many ways can that go? That that in the middle of this, <laughs> you know, the island of the dead, these two chicks come out <laughs> in sundresses and parasols Hello. in the middle of the night. Hello, how are you? We come yeah. for a visit from the land of the dead. How are you? Quite, yeah. Quite honestly. I'd be more scared of them. <laughs> yeah, like, That's I, the kind of scary shit that yeah. you read about. Shoot out of them. Storybooks. Shoot them. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot them. I don't know what they're going to turn into, but it's not going to be good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they're going to be mean. Yeah. They're going to be ugly, and there's going to be a million more of them. Them sirens took him and turned him into a toad. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, yeah, those are sirens <laughs> yeah, or ghosts sure or sirens. something. Yeah. Uh, no, you just shot two unarmed women. Well, I'm pretty sure they were turning into sirens. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, carry yeah, on yeah. then. <laughs> yeah. Listen, quite honestly... I don't say this often, and and I you know I, I don't normally support this, but if they were dressed like that, they <laughs> yeah. were asking for it. Yeah, no, Quite so, honestly, yeah. in, in this, this situation, case, I actually would use that defense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't. That's they, scary. They shouldn't. There been, is there is something wrong about the previous thirty seconds of this podcast, but I'm not quite <laughs> sure what. It's like it's like it's like going to that island and seeing you know a group of little kids singing a a, a playground song. Yeah. It's like you know what, kill <laughs> yeah. all of them. We're kill, not, just yeah. kill them, even if they're innocent kids. What what are they yeah. doing there? Lo- it's like it's, it's like, like Men in Black. black. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's like, like eight year old white girl, middle of the ghetto, bunch of monsters. This time of night with quantum physics books, she's about to start some shit. Yeah. Zeb. what are they what are yeah. they doing here? Nothing good. Yeah. Kill them all. Yeah, and uh, and I'll apologize later. Yeah, just just plain it if, safe. If all why the- did you kill those kids? Okay. Okay, it was a really scary island, and they were singing look, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little if, Star. If you had been there. Yeah. Look, they were dancing in a circle. They weren't leaving footprints. Well, they were leaving footprints. Well, from the distance, it looked like they weren't yeah. leaving footprints. It's justified. Hey, how's that working out for you putting a sword through an undead pirate? Working good? <laughs> It'll dull your sword, man. Yeah. So There's shots like a lot this, of options, really. Again, shots like this are just like, Jesus. You know? It's like, even right now, I look at them, and I go, Jesus, I, you know, this is huge amounts of work. And yeah, and then yeah, the, the, the texturing lot. is a little plastic compared to how I'm sure they would do it now, but who, fuck it. Yeah, that would be, you know, even more phenomenal. Yeah. But, but that, uh, you know, it's also, it's interesting that in the second one, you know, irregardless of the quality of the movie itself, the visual effects are still that's not even, a word. 
but I don't care. Yeah, I was going to say, are we going to call him on that yes. one? Because yeah, I'm really? sorry. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, but tweak yeah. me. Can okay. I get back to my point? Okay. Regardless <laughs> of the quality of the movie. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Regardless, like my raincoat. <laughs> <laughs> it's go on. The, I'm the, fascinated. The visual effects of the second are a. Uh, they're an entirely another level, even over this. Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt about it. I mean, and, and actually, what what's about to happen? This this fight that I was like, this movie needs this ha- needs to happen in this movie, or it's bullshit. Um, is, and this is it now. This, yeah, this okay, is it. Good. And uh, but but the work that they do, blending between oh, yeah. them it's and nuts. matching the animation and stuff, is yeah. crazy. I've always, every time I've seen this, tried to figure out where the skin goes. If it's just an opacity shift, or if it's getting like sort of distorted into where the bone shape. Oh are yeah, going. it's getting it's, it's getting. It's, it's hard to follow. It's, it it just works. It's getting warped away. They're doing a lot of work as they as they pass through. And it's a great reveal for Jack too. When it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. I can't wait till to find out there's two plates and they just do a a, a fade from one to the other uh. and make you guys look like idiots. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I don't. I I can't honestly say because this pirates movie didn't have a Cinefix article. It has CG Society article. Though. Yeah, but I was I remember being so like, how can that movie not get a Cinefix article like the other two did? What well, was out that month? Huh? I don't know. Yeah, it might have been. It could have been bumped. Uh, you know, Re- Revolutions was 2003, wasn't it? Probably. It was probably bumped for Matrix. It movies, does seem amazing and hard to believe. Yeah. Uh, and they had multicolored frosting for cakes back then. Yeah. Well, you know, if you were on a good pirate ship. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of pirate ship pussy ass shit you been doing? Ooh, now she's okay. Now this she's is great. Look at look at this scene. I mean, uh, this shot. It's one long yeah. thing, and then yeah, and then and then and then and then yeah. yeah. Now the camera did lock down there at the end there. So that's true. That, that could have been. A, could I love how the, the the music picks up right here. It's Elizabeth. Bum, bum, bum. Oh shit! Oh, it's the skeletons. I thought that was the cue for Elizabeth. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> it's Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> although, although that maybe that explains what happened on the score because I bought the uh, the soundtrack to this. <laughs> Everyone's cross dressing now. What yeah. the hell? This movie has an outstanding score. She's in score. men's clothes and they're in women's I, clothes and what the hell is Jack wearing? Ha- this, this movie has an pirates outstanding by made score. by Ed Wood. Yeah. <laughs> it's Eddie Izzard's pirates. Yeah. <laughs> but um. On the soundtrack disc, the um, the tracks are mislabeled. They're they're offset by one. Yeah. So like the one that's that's uh, Barbosa telling the the story is like named incorrectly. It's named for like the next how, scene. How do you and, screw like, that up like that. that badly? I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, no. And I I checked it and like online and everything. It's like that's. They're, there they must have been totally like a last. Up the cues. They mu- they must have changed the lineup at the last second, and then the printing didn't get changed. Yeah, or something that because it's because it's I literally you look at them and they're like offset by one. You're like, all right, that refers to that scene in the movie. You know, I don't know what happened to Hans Zimmer. I know the plot, but not the story. <laughs> the plot is Hans Zimmer used to write melodies. And now he just runs a company. And now he runs... Well, there's... Uh, hey, I've got a fucking subplot coming up here. Oh, sorry. Try to wait for it. Now he <laughs> writes chord progressions. So the Transformers theme is basically just the chords changing and not the uh, the actual melody. Now, this is not specifically true, but as, as a general statement, that's about right. He, he writes at this point in chord progressions. And it's getting simpler and simpler, which brings us to Inception, we'll say. Which <laughs> is one note, basically. Now, <laughs> not there's, even now, really there's, not, now there's more it's, to it than... It's a remix. There's more to it than that. But he used to write beautiful, really good scores. And then at some point along the way, Hans Zimmer... I might be mistaken in the details here. I'm general, I think I'm generally on the right track. Correct me if I'm wrong in the, in the forum. But at some point, he incorporated and has a company. His name is Hans Zimmer, and he has a company called Hans Zimmer. Which, if a movie needs a score, 
they'll contact the company Hans Zimmer to do it. So then the score, the movie will say score by Hans Zimmer. So sometimes it's like his interns writing his music yeah. for him. He's a brand name. now. He's a brand name at yeah. this point. And this score was written by a number of guys, but I think the the team of no, guys that were Cla- writing was Klaus, Klaus Bedelt was the guy that was leading the team. Klaus Bedelt got credit on this one. That's and right. Then That's Hans right. Zimmer got credit. And I like for the I like Klaus Bedelt. I like his he did this score for Poseidon, which I think is a really Poseidon good score. is great. And this one has some really wonderful melodies. Well, the the main theme, the theme that you think of, that's called he's a pirate. He's a pirate. Is I freaking love that. That's a great piece of music. Now let's let's do a thing here. Hum the score for Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm the score from Transformers. Yeah, well, I, I'm out. Yeah, no, there's not. It, you can't do it like that, and that's what I mean by saying like the melody is. Oh no, it's Wow, you're doing it. That's exactly. And then it starts over. Dorkman knows that. Now you know that. Yeah, negative ten snob points to Dorkman. Nice. It, re- it repeats like a Mega Man level, though. It's, it's yeah. just the same yeah, thing just, over and over sure, again. Anyway. You can loop it. And then, okay, hum Inception. Brah. Brah. Yeah. Anyway, what my, my, my point is, you compare that to da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, or anything that John Williams ever did. And Danny Elfman, you can make complaints about Danny Elfman, but he does write some melodies. Remember the original yeah. Batman score? Fucking awesome. Yep. And the new one is just strings going dong dong. I have a question. Go ahead. Did you, Jeffrey Rush do his own sword fighting in this movie? Uh, probably. No. Part in fact, of it, a lot of the sword, the stunt work uh, is by uh, fuck. What's his name? Thomas Derby, the guy that did uh, the do the do fan film oh, back yeah, in the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I forgot about that. Essence yeah. of the Force. But no, no. He helped. He helped. I didn't know. If, I'm talking about the actual like stunt man. Is it? Is that Derby? Yeah. Or whatever the guy's name is. The guy that was the... I think he was the lead oh, Jedi yeah. in Essence of the Forest was Barbosa's stunt double in this movie. Right. Okay. For the sword fighting stuff. Got it. No, Pat Kirby is the guy I met. Pat, Pat Kirby. Kirby. But Pat, that's not yes. the name of the no, lead Jedi. No, no, no. Dooby. Derby. Dilby. I'll check it out. Anyway. There's been a lot of Good fan stuff. films conversation. This. Thank we, you, Chris, yeah. for coming back. I'm crazy enough. It's just, uh, comes back. I met that guy in Vegas one time. We hung out for a little while. But no, it, I think his name's Pat Kirby. I think I met him at... Pat Kirby is a name. I met him at one of the celebrations, the one that was in L.A. Yeah. It's good. It's good sword fighting, though. Oh yeah, it's it's quite it's good. Great. And I, they're I, sho- they're showing it off. You know, they're not yeah. getting all like ching 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 ching. My favorite is actually it. Barbosa. I mean, it's um, you know he's usually a silhouette, and so it's probably the stunt double. But um, it's one of those cases of good character design. They say this in animation all the time, but it works in in real movies too. Is um, is uh, good character design is if you see the silhouette of a character, you know who it is. Mm-hmm. And Barbosa is when you see a silhouette of Barbosa, just it, that's him. You know, that's him. You know, and and Jack as well. So. Even in silhouette, you know who's who, as opposed to them just sort of wearing generic e piratey things. They're, they're very distinctive. I have been confirmed the director of Essence of the Force is Pat Kirby. There you go. And he also played the lead? Working on it. No. Yeah. No, it's a different guy. Um, I know the guy you're referring to. Like how do they do this without tendons or muscles? <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> it's complicated. I'm trying to figure out what his name is. Thomas DuPont? But there's I think it is stuff. Thomas DuPont. I think it's Thomas DuPont. Yeah. We'll, okay. check, we'll check the, the cast list. I think it's that. I knew it was a D last name. Yeah. So this is just, you know, the effects work and just, the, you know, the work across the board. Oh, it's, my God. The whole the whole MacGuffin to the third yeah. movie. Yeah. It's, Which he doesn't uh, seem, he, he just seems. His eyeball is important in the third eyeball. movie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Okay. They were kind of running out of, you know, relatives to Call, kill. Yeah. Callbacks. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But, okay. Now, here's, here's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> the thing with the explosive is my favorite trick. Oh, that's very clever. Yeah, the explosive He puts trick. the explosive in the ribs and then pushes them out of the shadow. Yeah, as if that wasn't about to happen before our very eyes. But, uh, yeah, it's like, you know, again, it's, it's as we've talked about before, it's like, okay, well, we set up, these are the rules, mm-hmm. and now we're going to have this climactic fight, 
And we're going to show you all the ways that we can apply those rules and go, oh, that's clever. That, oh, you stab him, but oh, he's a ghost. But then you don't stab him, but oh, he's not a ghost anymore. And then the whole idea of, <laughs> I'm going to stick a bomb in your ribcage and then make you a real person yeah. again. In the chat, Zarban <laughs> says, uh, about, huh? Zarban says, this fight scene sequence sequences goes on too long. I don't disagree. No, and, no. He, and he follows up by saying, too many notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, just cut a few. Yeah, and yeah. here's a, maybe, yeah, this, that, this that too, you know, here's another one of the little you know gags where it's like, okay, that's kind of fun. Yeah, I think this scene is great. I think I think I would have cut what I would have cut is back. Meanwhile, back on the other ship, yeah, because that's kind of incidental, epicy stuff, and and some of it's nice, but uh, you know, this is where the story's happening. So. And then that's a quiet callback to. Uh, Finally establishing, it's like, oh, because uh, Will's not yeah. fighting fair anymore. Now, he I, figured it out. I will admit, the first time I watched this, I watched this ending. I didn't. It happened too fast. I didn't know what happened. Uh-huh. I'm like, wait, what happened exactly? I don't quite follow. So, someone who's seen the movie more recently or knows it better than I, what is going? What is the final? So what? What moment? happened in that exact moment is that he flipped the coin. Uh, with blood on it, with his own blood, no. his own blood. No, no, no. Yes, his no, own cause, blood. Because Jack Sparrow Will, had to Will pay blood. Cut his, he put it in his thing and cut his well, palm. And well, put Will in the did. Will but had Jack one. Jack Sparrow had to as well. Because he, he stole one, and that's why we have this. This, this he stole one, on. so he was cursed. He cut his own palm and threw the coin back in, so that alleviated his curse. And then Will alleviating his the, curse. And, his curse, and now and he's mortal, and he can fire the gun. It was. It was very nice of the blood to wait until it was dramatically reasonable to show itself. However, although it's. To be fair, uh, Will hadn't deactivated the curse until about that moment. Right. He hadn't finally oh. done it. And what's, so. I'm just glad that the sequence was editing so quickly. Just this, 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 this. That we didn't have the thing where Will was right in the moment and he's like, this, this, cut it, cut. Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just cut his hand and put it in there. The, the next thing that happens was he went... <sighs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Later on, that's going to hurt. He's still, he's still got the adrenaline enough that he hasn't noticed He hasn't yet, noticed though. that his thumb doesn't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You cut too deep, you cut the tendons. So does that mean that all the wounds... Oh, I, li- I like this little gag, just just calling out like, wait, what's in there? And it's like, oh, yeah, that'll be an arm, won't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's just a guy's arm. Yeah. Uh. So, so does that mean all the wounds they've ever had in their life now suddenly hurt? No, I think it's just the, the, the recent most ones? recent ones. So yeah. what's the cool-down period on that? Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> half an hour? Forty-five minutes, yeah. it goes away. Well, if you log out, they reset. Oh, well, that's, that's good. So that's the that works out. And they're all like, "Oh yeah, we we forgot how to fight." That's right. Oh, we, we don't know how to. No, we, no, no. It's we can actually mortal. get killed. Yeah, <laughs> we can. We used to love fighting because we don't. We never died. But, yeah. Uh, now, not so much. And then there yeah, you go. There's your payoff finally. It, yeah, it's like it's like playing the uh, the old video games when you had God mode on. <laughs> if <laughs> right. you if you had to go back to playing without God mode, you're like, I have no idea how Ooh, to do wait, any this of is this. Hard. Yeah. Yay! I hey! Have, I have, have no strategy, and I. Yes, yeah. I'm brave. Yeah. I fought with you, man. I yeah. was in Brazil. You saw me, and that wasn't I good in yeah. that movie. Yeah, get a load yes. of me. Was, Brazil is awesome. Yes. I personally prefer the Love Conquers All edition. Ah, oh, shut up! <laughs> shut up! <laughs> okay, I'm really. I need to see that version of Brazil because I'm you, like. You do what? need to see the yeah. Love Conquers All version, yeah. Isn't that the studio version? That's the horrible yeah. one, yeah. yeah. That's the bad version. But it's I, important I, to why? see the difference. Because I, uh, why see the bad version? I don't know. It's fascinating, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a good study. Okay. 
and then I'll come back. <laughs> that's, that's, then I'll come that's back so to awful. That's, that's just like you know. Hey, you know that girl you think is really pretty? Oh yeah, she's gorgeous. You should see her. We disfigured her. You yeah. should check that out. Totally. <laughs> you should see her ugly right. sister. You know, for comparison's sake, just I so don't you need appreciate. To see that. Just so you appreciate. Just so you appreciate how beautiful she really is. Yeah. Yeah. I, hmm. I don't. That train of logic. I'm not getting <laughs> on board. He is the king. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a king now. No, Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> they used, they used like, to have those crowns. That's a bit of a cheesy crown. But yeah, again, Jack is not really the main character. He's he's not. He's, he's half Han Solo and half drunken Obi-Wan that we've been doing. <laughs> yeah. He, he comes in and he's like, just so you know, I, you totally blew it just then. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I got to go. I see. Well, we've had this debate before as to you know what they get. It's, it's really a lot of semantics, but it's like he actually—I would say—he's the main character, but he's not the protagonist. And of course, you okay, can that's fair. Yeah, that yeah. Is. No, no, that's this fair. movie's clearly built around him. Everything's hanging off of him, but he doesn't—he's not a character in the sense. So, would that you say that R two D two is the main character? R two and C three B are the main characters, but not the protagonist of Star Wars? Because the movie is sort of built around them. See, that's where the semantics are going to be. Dude, the three musketeers are going to come save him. That's actually a a really good distinction, and it's it's If you take all six movies as a whole, 3PO and R2 are the main characters because they are the ones who know the story and lived it all. Yes. Um, And her full of shit in the last three movies because C3PO should have been like, yeah. They erased his memory. No, no, R2's memory. He knows everything. I said R2 knows everything. Oh, C3PO, yes. Just as. C3PO's a moron. Really? All clear on that, right? Really, in the end of The Lord of the Rings, at the very end, you kind of realize that the main character all along was Sam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love that moment. Well, they put Wise right in his name. Yeah. God, I hate parrots. Can you get. How do we know he's shit? Parrots are vile creatures if you've ever actually been around one. Yeah. They're vile and horrible. Vile? Yeah. They're, They're like. They're like. When you go, you know, that birds were descended from dinosaurs, parrots are the fucking proof. Because, yeah. like, that, that's a velociraptor. That thing was remembering that it was a velociraptor. It's like, yeah, sure, I'm blue and yellow now, but I would so mess you up if I could. It's like how Tesla knows she's kind of a tiger. Yeah. She, she has not forgotten no, her kind of a, at a all. cougar or something. Yeah. <laughs> She'll just wait and, <laughs> gotcha. <Yeah. laughs> I play a game yeah. that you're not playing and I win every time. Yeah, it's like, you know, hey, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> tiger. Yeah, exactly. So, it's, so? <laughs> tiger didn't go crazy. Tiger went tiger. So pirate, parrots are the same way. Parrots are just evil. We could do parrots of the Caribbean. Because they're so, the problem is they're so smart. You know, that's, you know, a dog would kind of go, I could never beat you. Yeah, you totally could. You're just got, not going to do it. <laughs> a parrot is like, that, you know, they stick around for 100 years and they go, I could fucking kill that guy. I could do it. I see how to do it. And then they try one day. Zarbin's asking if your father was killed by a parrot. My father was killed by parrots. <laughs> we're slowly piecing this together. <laughs> yeah. Over the course of Down in Front, we're going to completely change which, Trey's wiki page. Which is, which, is why, <laughs> which is why I've never liked parrot movies. Uh, Born know. of wolves. Yeah. Father killed by parrots. Yeah. Raised by... And then, the, then I was raised by parrots. Raised by cigarettes. <laughs> which, is, which was, you know, of course, so I resent that. And then, of course, one day the, 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 the changeover happened and you slaughtered well, all then the parrots the, on your way out. Well, then the, then the kangaroos came and they killed all the parrots and the kangaroos kidnapped me and they raised me. And then, uh, and then there was gypsies. Came who, who taught you speech? Gyp- uh, the gypsies came and slaughtered all the kangaroos. Oh, you should have said the kangaroos. They, they insisted on raising me, but I was 22 by then. So that was awkward. Oh. And uh, it went on from there. Orlando Bloom learned how to front flip in between, you know, the last part of the last scene and now. That was good. No, he, I, I, it, it, it seemed like he just trained himself and he ran around flipping and stuff like that because, like, ah, someday I'm going to be cool. This yeah. is this is like one of those Butch and Sundance together again scenes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. He spent three hours learning to sword fight but two hours flipping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this scene struck me as kind of like, okay, I get it. It's a little good. Okay. You know, kind of goes on a little long. 
it's kind of cute. And the, yeah, the Butch and Sundance side. Now they're a team. But uh, it's kind of like, eh. Kind of goes on for a while. Yeah. I do I do like that nothing is easy, though. Every time there's an escape attempt or something, yeah. it's like there's always something that gets... They never just win like you see in a lot of movies. <laughs> but. True enough. It's kind of like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Like so close. Really thought we had that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We were doing really well. Yeah, did you see? That was I did a flip. I did, yeah, I did a flip, man. We had the rope. You think that's easy in this hat? Yeah. The hat stayed on. Yeah. Do you have any idea? Like, I spent days <laughs> figuring out exactly how to put... Anyway. I am a You're man not appreciating this. It's fine. It's fine. Because I'm a man with a feather in his cap named Edward. Yeah. <laughs> When Dorkman no, gets into the, the character of a joke, he's, like, committed. <laughs> yeah. He's like the Woody Harrelson of being in that joke. Well, when when Dorkman tells a joke, there's, this is important. Okay. He, what? <laughs> he, you, no, he. <laughs> you should always, wait, never. Yeah. <laughs> Let me start over. Wait. Right? You got it? Okay. <laughs> I love that he's like he's like my only weapon is breath <laughs> <laughs> and being a douchebag. Yeah, that's all I've got right now. They took away my other ones. And Norrington's like breath, my only weakness. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. Hey, well. That's why. That's why he's he spends the time in between this and the next movie building up a tolerance. I have straight up stolen that line before, where I'm like I I'm at like a thing or I'm at a place and there's a girl there and I'm talking to and we talk for like 15 seconds and then later I see her on my way and I'm like. Never would work between us, darling. And walk away. Don't even look. Just go. <laughs> yeah. Just go. It's awesome. It it's, makes you feel great. She yeah. might be like, fucking, uh-huh, I know. Yeah, or oh. she will never forget but you. But it's just so fucking cool. It's just like, it never would have worked between us, darling. Walk away. Don't look. <laughs> fucking, it's explosion time. Just walk away. Yeah, cool. Don't look back. Don't look back. That's why, like, no, I'll skip that anecdote. In any case, look, pirate ships. Oh, hey, my getaway ship. <laughs> yeah. It'll be here in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's totally brilliant that he didn't get to finish his quip or whatever. He just fucking bumbled right over the side yeah. of the wall. Captain Jack, ah! You will always remember this as the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> I think that's what that's one of the things that makes this movie so interesting is every every time you think you know what it's going to do and do the cliche thing. Not every time. There are a couple of the like obvious jokes. Time to say goodbye and blah blah blah. But for the most part. There's always some kind of twist where it's like, nope, we're not going to let that happen that way. We're going to we're going to come in and push that off to the side and, you know, we're going to stick our foot out and trip it up somehow. And good for them. Yeah. yeah. I don't buy it. It's inter- well, it's interesting that he recognizes that he Will made is the, the s- one who made the sword. Oh, yeah. well, I think I think they've they've shown that he's a smart dude. Mm-hmm. That he understands that there is a, you know, he has to show the courtesy of, okay, he's the apprentice, you show Mr. Brown, mm-hmm. Mr. Brown's back. But he understands what's going on. Uh-huh. It's very much suddenly the, the ending of Master and Commander here. Right. It's like, yay! Okay. Chase him, but so during make the, it too easy. Yeah. During the inauguration. But but then after this, it it's like, it's great. He's like, well, I'm still in charge and it's all good and it'll be fun. We'll chase him. And then... But then in the next movie, it's like, <laughs> he ruined my life. I love the, yeah, you know, didn't he go destroyed well. everything. I love the equivalent at the end there. Is this the path he chose? After all, he is poor. No. <laughs> yes. He is a poor rat. Yay. Oh, thank Christ. 
What, kissing? Yeah. I threw stuff at Chris. Yeah. They kissed! Yeah. Did you see that on Twitter the other day with the royal wedding? Like, one of the, the trending, trending topics. topics was, they kissed, in all caps. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is why everyone's so interested in weddings, because they don't understand uh. how they work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you realize it's going to get even weirder later tonight. Yeah. <laughs> this was just a broad example of people studying the habits of wedded people. Yeah. yeah. Studying they, the kissed. Yeah. they kissed! They kissed! They I. Get so, it! Someone write a paper. Yeah. Sociologists everywhere fascinated by the process Let's of get this published. Well, I think we can publish this. is like this. an Onion article ready to go. I have to say this is totally dating the podcast, but yeah, the royal wedding, and everyone's like, oh, the royal wedding, it's the wedding of our lifetime. It's like, I... I was there for Charles and Diana, which was even bigger, and that went well. Yeah. That was worth getting excited about, wasn't it? And as I said on Twitter, we fought that whole war so we could stop so, caring so who the prince marries. So we could stop caring who those people are <laughs> putting their royal appendages into. All right. Now, there is a um, just an exceeding I, – I value something in movies more than other things in movies. And there's an exceedingly Tits. short supply of them. Tits. And that is the moment immediately – That is the moment immediately before the credit roll. Whatever uh -huh. they do, it just makes True. you go, fuck True. yeah! Yes. And True. I love that right here. da na 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 and really bad My heart is your hope. Your heart is your hope. Ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum, yeah. Fuck yeah! yeah! Like, I love that moment. I, it's coming right I'm gonna now. I'm going to get chills. Yeah. Here it is. I'm going to get chills right now, and the fucking thing is off. Yeah, the sound is off. Turn the sound it's on, like, then. It's a, Jesus. It, it is... It's a, it's a really perfect ending. Oh, it's so cool! Yo-ho, snap, boom, done, crash. Yeah. Actually, and bring me that horizon kind of had a little moment there. That was an improvised line, too. That was something Johnny Depp came up with. Yeah, that was a thing for a while. Anyway. Well, they do that in Star Trek about at the end of every single Star Trek movie, don't they? Well, yeah, they were trying for that sort of second star on the right. Everyone, they tried to do one. But, you know, that away. Out would, there. Uh, yes, out there. That yeah. away. Uh, they kept trying. But, uh, you know, anyway. sometimes it worked and sometimes but it yeah, worked. But, yeah, I mean, you got to – it's like I, – I think I think we've talked about this. I, I don't know who specifically articulated it. You know, we can't credit it like Goldman or anything. But it's like start strong and strong. A lot of people will forgive you almost anything it's, in between. It's, it's the Eddie Izzard theory of, of of public speaking. It's ninety percent how you look, ten per you know seventy percent how you look, twenty percent how you sound, ten percent what you actually say. Yeah, it was a a, a different a different sort of uh, way of phrasing that. Klaus Bedell, dun, 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 yeah, yeah, Klaus. Um, thank you for being a real person and not a brand. Yeah, uh, that uh, Klaus Bedell TM. Someone was talking, it was, and this was like an old an old school Hollywood uh, movie star uh, who said this. I don't remember who, but it was. Uh, you know, I said, uh, she said, you know what, uh, really, you just have to, if, if nothing else, you have to think of moments. It's like, if you can do a movie with five moments in it, people will go, that was an awesome movie. And Joel Silver misheard that, and he thought that, that they said explosions. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but the, I, I think that's true, too. It's like, because yeah. you think back on the movie, oh, there was a scene where he turns to the camera, and it's just, it's, oh, it's just awesome. Oh, you got to yeah. see it, you know. And, you know, a moment can be any number of things. But uh, but that idea is like if you the just prom, get, the problem yeah. is when you try to make them artificially. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. I think this movie is a little too long, but I enjoy the shit out of it every time I watch it. Yeah. I, I love the score. I love Johnny Depp. Uh, the world is a lot of fun, and it 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 delivers everything it says it's going to do over the course of its running time. And even though it takes a little bit of running time to do so, it certainly does. Yeah. Chris, how do you feel about uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? Well said. Still yeah. holding up even without sound. I'm I. I, this is one of those movies where being here talking with you guys and not having the music is so noticeable, even more than just, oh, I want to hear them say so. It's like the music and the, the explosions and all of that together, the experience of all of that, I, I, I am left wanting. I want to now go back like next weekend yeah. and watch this again with the music. Oh, there's great well, We're, we're about to watch too, the, yeah. uh, the next yeah. one. So, you're, so you're maybe between we'll run it for a while. Yeah, that'll, that'll cleanse that. Dorkman? 
Why do you love this movie I'm, so I'm fucking jealous, much? I'm jealous of your wrap up because you made it like a palindrome. That was awesome. <laughs> 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 it like you said the same thing twice, but like in reverse. It was cool. Anyway, yeah, I was doing the movie poster. Thing. Uh, <laughs> Um, Why do you love this movie so fucking much? Well, like, you, you're saying it, uh, you know, it's a little too long, but even watching right here, I was seeing if I felt that way, and I totally don't. I'm like, I just, it's You great. just love it's, the world that much. I, yeah, I love the world. I love the characters. That it's, may be the best movie I've ever so seen. <laughs> it's so interesting. And Thomas DuPont. Thomas DuPont, right Thomas DuPont. yeah. Yeah, word. To Fan you. films will make you famous. Tom's will be DuPonted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the DuPontening. The DuPontening. Uh, Ponts yes. will Tom do. Bob Anderson. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh look, Jerry Gani. And just catch him. <laughs> Fidel Castro. Oh, Fidel. Fred oh, Toft. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Why do you love this movie so much? Um, I don't know. There's just it, it, just everything comes together. There's a, a few Gosh. little jokes that feel a little artificial, but other than that, it's just like like Trey said. It's like there are so many reasons it shouldn't work, and yeah. they all work like for those reasons. Like they they just thumb their noses at those reasons, or, or like yeah. That but but we're gonna make that actually work for us in a lot of ways, and and. You know, uh, Jack Sparrow is is a great character here. Later on, he becomes kind of a caricature of himself. But um, yeah, it's just it was just such an out out of nowhere. What the hell? Who makes a movie like this type of thing? And it was it's just so entertaining and fun. I can I it's a movie I can watch over and over again. Now, what do you say to Zarban, who in the chat room is pointing out that Suck this movie has no yeah. <laughs> this has no themes, moral or symbolism? So oh, that, what? That's what he says. What do you so, think? Do you th- I think it has themes. I mean, obviously, I would, well, it's, over, it's overcoming. That could have that could have fucking come up two and a half hours ago, yeah, maybe. Really. So we could have. Uh, it's over. Exactly it's that. about overcoming your place in the world. At least that's Will's theme. Sure. Well, that's. I mean, that's that's Elizabeth's theme too. She's expected. He is a blacksmith. To, no, he's a pirate. Yeah, she's ex- she's expected to do certain things as a you know as a governor's daughter and as a woman and all that stuff, and she defies them. And Jack is Jack is focused on. On being a certain he, Jack is becoming the person he knows in his head that he is, and he wishes everyone else saw. <laughs> and uh, he manages to do that. Like what the theme is, I don't know. I'd have to think about that, it's, but I'm sure it's there. It's Pirates. A, it's, hey, yeah. the dialogue editor Terry E. Dorman. If you search for me on IMDb, just as Dorkman, <laughs> she is the one who comes up first. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so nice. that's interesting. Dorman, Dorkman. Anyway. Did you mean Doorman? No, I meant Dorkman. Yeah, no, no. Maybe, no, maybe this movie doesn't need to have such well, it's, heavily it's prevalent themes it, and it's, shit. It's, it is. Yeah, it's a, it's not a all movies movie actually do. It's yeah. it's pure entertainment. It's uh, you know, it's a boy meets girl story yeah. with pirates in it. Uh, you know, it's like we I were, remember. I was asking myself, you know, this movie's a lot like a love story. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, because you barely notice that there actually is a love story going on in the middle of it, um, which got a little too prominent later on. But okay, fine. This but, is, uh, uh, I think what it is, it's it, it, it's a throwback to like the movies that you could love as a kid being like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't care about heavy themes and stuff like that. I just want to play in that world. I want to yeah. be that guy I or wanna, I want to be his friend yeah, if you and could, hang out and have adventures. Yeah, I want to put him, on that you know? costume. And of course, God yeah. knows a lot of people have done that. But the it's uh, it's true that uh, – you know, it's a, another movie, and it's a weird, you know, a straight line from one to the other. But uh, we, this, I sort of brought this up of all things the the Zack Snyder Dawn of the Dead, which is a story in which no character has an arc, and there are no themes that are explored. It's just a thrill ride, right. and hey, it's funny that this no, is kind of a ride. There in is a, way. a story arc. There is a story arc in Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. The Best Buy salesman. He becomes the guy, the successful guy in a weird situation because they have the whole moment where he's like, what? There's no reason to listen to me. I'm a Best Buy salesman. But he's like, but I am resourceful and smart and I'm going to 
find my value out that's of all a this. tiny it's a tiny tiny arc but, and, the, but and the other the, well yeah yeah it's it's not exactly uh you know Jane Eyre but no. the, <laughs> it's uh you know, there's a there's a there's a tiny arc for him and there's a tiny arc for the guy who's like a douchebag who then sacrifices himself that's as close to an arc as anyone has in that movie do you recall the arc of the bus that explodes in the pile of zombies <laughs> yes because exactly. that was awesome yeah because it starts it started out as a parking shuttle and became this like awesome war machine so there's a total arc anyway it's like but there was a there was a sensibility when I brought that up I said this movie is so you know Sid Field is somewhere going that movie stinks it's like it really doesn't it's just it's a it's a it's a ride you, you strap in and you roll with it and uh, you damn know, thing ain't trying to be Chinatown yeah it's not like and it's you know it's and I would say that uh, I didn't say it at the time but it's like you know another movie is uh, almost exactly like that Alien where are the character arcs in Alien? No, it's just about, well, you're a douchebag, you're a douchebag, you're a douchebag, you're kind of resourceful. Guess what? You're the one who's going to live through this. Yeah. Um, that's And that's the reason, you know, I would And this say- movie, so my answer is, you know, yeah, I... It's this is a kind of movie. If you deliver the fun and you deliver the, I was amused and I was impressed and I was visually excited by it and it was funny and entertaining and it only dragged a little tiny bit. I screw your themes. Yeah. I you know and it doesn't. I'm okay. It, with you know it. it doesn't. It doesn't promise any. It's not like it's setting up like it's going yeah. to be about. It'll stuff change your life. Just, Pirates of the Caribbean going to change yeah. your life. It'll show you and make you. It'll if you're a Democrat, it'll make you a Republican. Yeah. If you're a Republican, it'll make you into a Libertarian. And if you're a Libertarian, you'll become a goldfish. <laughs> it's an amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing <laughs> and on that note this has been Down in Front you can always find more episodes at downinfront.net subscribe to us on iTunes get a brand new episode every single week twitter.com slash downinfront facebook downinfront show email us at downinfrontshow at gmail.com go to the forums it's a wonderful community of people that you should be there and on the forum every week we announce when the live shows are happening so you can involve yourself in the conversation literally in the chat room with video and everything it's at downinfront.net slash live we have to go to the forum to know when and where it's happening go to the store buy the sweet from us get the shirts from us go to the PayPal give us some money when I ask what we're just saying go to the store in the app marketplace and get this thing we're going to have an iPhone one soon Matt Peter is the show notes and chapters on iTunes Holden Hilton's on the website. My name is T. Christie. What up? Damn! Now say your name. And really bad egg. Mike Scott. Yo ho. Thank you very much for listening to Den in Front. Good night. Good night. Dude, you nailed that one. Yeah. Thank you very I've much. I've never seen that. That was. Thank you very much. I think the I think I can, the goldfish woo! thing surprised even Trey when it <laughs> I, came I, I, out of his mouth. I don't think the word. <laughs> I don't think the word is actually intelligible. What I actually say. <laughs> It's no, like, no one's going to get the joke. You said goldfish. Was it, was it clearly yeah, that I yeah, said goldfish? Because yeah. I was but laughing you as I said it. cracking yourself up, so <laughs> that, that made it better, though. <laughs> and I went, Woo! So, so now, we need, now we have a full ad campaign for a movie that doesn't exist. It's like, it's like champagne to the champagneing. <laughs> Trace crying. You're a libertarian, you'll become a goldfish. I think... I don't care what that movie is. I'm going. I think I'm it's totally gonna, going. It's, it's going to make $75 million in the foreign market, guaranteed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, and then the oh, and yeah, the implication Coda. that uh, the end scene here. What wait? What happens in the end scene? Monkey. The monkey recurses itself. Yeah, and it's recursive. <laughs> oh, is this <laughs> the, the, the funny <laughs> with the line? The monkeying. Mon- <laughs> is this the one where <laughs> Ghost Nick, Monkey, the monkeying, Nick Fury shows up and monkeys will ghost. Yeah, and they find the <laughs> he finds <laughs> Thor's hammer in the treasure and Island Will Monkey. Yeah, Ghost Monkey. When do they have time to do that fucking shot? I know. I like, think that was actually a last minute thing, from what I understand. Yeah, I mean, like, like they yeah. finished the movie on a Monday. It's like it's not due till Wednesday. Yeah. Jerry, go, 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 go. Let's, Let's go. get a shot of Raul Julia sh- raising his fist out of the. Yeah. Ghost but wait, they whatever. shot that on set. They yeah. had a yeah. shot of the monkey oh, swimming. I guess that's true. No, yeah, you're right. No, they, shot they budgeted it. for it. You know, there's lots. Of, you shoot. Ah. Sometimes you shoot <laughs> plates and you don't. You know, actually do them. You had the money. Can that monkey swim? I got an idea. <laughs> yes, no, whatever. Throw it in the tub. I don't I know. know. <laughs> Put it in. Let's see. I know how to find out. He's he's done with his other shots, right? Okay, this would be easy. You can swim, right? <laughs> was... All right. Well. 
<laughs> Problem yeah. solved either way. That's like the old Paula Poundstone joke where she says, you know, my, you know, I was, she, mom was trying to teach her to swim when she was a kid. And she was like, yeah, you're lucky. When I was a kid, they just threw me in the water to teach me to swim. I was like, mom, I don't think they were trying to teach you to swim. <laughs> anyway, bye, I'm guys. trying to find out if she was a witch. <laughs> Trendsinyourhead.com